Hello, you. Sorry, sorry. Steve Allen's not here. I apologise to everyone that got excited and thought, well, we'll stay tuned to this for three and a half hours. No, I pressed the wrong button. That was my fault entirely. Uh, apologies to Steve Allen and his family for so many things. Uh, uh, Agent Chris is... I'm a little... Uh, let's wait for the music. I don't think... Let's wait for the music to stop. It's not appropriate to discuss this over jolly music. If you heard the show yesterday, uh, there was a little bit of a Barney between myself and my erstwhile producer, Agent Chris, uh, over, <laughs> over the location of where my mum lives. We're talking about Farnham. We're having a Barney about Farnham Common. Farnham Common is not in Surrey. Farnham Common is in Buckinghamshire. Farnham is in Surrey. They're two different... Oh, yes, but Farnham Common has got to... Farnham has got to Common, has it? No! It's a different place. Different place, Chris. We had a Barney. He said on air he wasn't going to come in tomorrow. We had words after the show. He's not here today. Uh, Helen Behind the Glass is producing the show. Uh, and Helen, hopefully we can, we can make this awful show halfway decent. That's for you. Well done. It's some pre-recorded applause. You get that. Uh, which means Gary is now Helen Behind the Glass, but Helen Behind the Glass... So confusing. In many ways it's a relief he's not here. It's all getting a little bit too stressful. So, today... Oh, man alive. You know those buggies that old people drive? Uh, not, 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 you know the buggies, the motorised buggies? That they, they've got quite a bit of a speed to them. I think the time has come to say, old people, no. You cannot use those buggies no more because they are a flipping nuisance and they're dangerous. We're banning the buggy. We're getting rig- rid of them. Buggies are dangerous. Old people are dangerous. Old people and buggies combined are superbly dangerous. Can something be superbly dangerous? I don't know. I'm not sure. Helen, uh, behind the glass, had an incident. Uh, was knocked over by an old guy in crowd trend who was kind of like going all over the shop, was, was popping wheel. I don't know if he was popping wheelies. I, the way you told it, I'd imagine he was popping wheelies. Uh, and if, if that had been a youngster on a scooter... On a, on a bicycle, on a skateboard, we'd all been shouting, Crack Cocaine Hoodie! But he's got a knife! It's an old person. Oh, bless him, he's lovely. He's lovely. I suggest... The thing is, as well, I, I've had incidents with these. I've been hit in the shins by these buggies. I have had... Have the, has this happened to you? Sorry, I had a spicy sandwich, and uh, I, I had it at an inappropriate time. It's now repeating on me slightly. Has this happened to you? You've been driving along a main road, or a small country lane... And there's one of these buggies in front of you. He's on the road. Get a... And you can't lean out of the window and shout, Oi, Grandad, get on the pavement, you silly old sod. You can't do that. Because it's, like, offensive and stuff. 0870-9090-973. May I suggest as well, I have seen many of these old people in their buggies pulling up outside the shop. I don't know, the Nissa, the Bunces, uh, the Boots, any, uh, any number of shops, parking up, then hang on a minute, getting up and walking out, going into the shop on their feet? What? What? How? How is that decent? So hang on a minute, what you're saying to me, old person? You're not ill, you're not poorly, you're lazy. You're lazy. Yes, there are people that cannot walk. They should have electric wheelchairs, because they're smaller, they're the size of wheelchairs, that's fine. We'll let you have electric wheelchairs, that's good. But the lazy... Old people who pr- play on our sympathy, violin and cellos. That didn't, that didn't make sense, that sentence, I'm sorry. Uh, you're lazy. We're going to get rid of them. 
0870 Have you ever been stuck behind one? Have you been hitting the shins? Fair play, my mum's not very well. She drives one of these. I've been with her in Marks and Spencer's. She knocked over a whole display of ladies' underwear. Now, it's bad enough being in Marks's with your mum, anyway. It's bad enough being in the, uh, ladies' underwear section of Marks's. It's even worse when she's knocked that section over and I have to rebuild it. There's some kind of Freudian thing going on there. I'm rebuilding a ladies' underwear section in front of my mother. No, the buggies are bad. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. You may email as well, of course, Ian at lbc.co.uk. Sten is in the churchy. Uh, hi, Ian. Hey, Sten. I um, just wanted to apologise for causing the row between you and Agent Chris yesterday. Oh, did you cause the row? Um, you were arguing about what was close to Raysbury. Oh, yes, and we, I mentioned Farnham Common, which he then said was in Surrey. Yeah. I'm well, so sorry, Ian. Well, listen, man, you know, I, I don't blame you. I blame Agent Chris for being an idiot, for being a complete imbecile. As, you, as a boy genius, you, you, you must feel pity for him. Uh, he's, not, he's not here today. Um, I genuinely don't know where he's gone, um, but he said he wasn't coming in. And in some ways I respect him because he's not coming. You know, he's, 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 he's stuck to his word. But he's an idiot. Have you got a message for him, Sten? Um, I'd just like to say, use your map. Yeah, exactly, thank you. Would you agree with me? Farnham Common is not in Surrey. Um, I'm not too sure about, um, where places are outside of Ashford, really. But you're a boy genius! We've had this before! Uh, yeah. You live in Surrey, Stent. You live in Chertsey in the Surrey. I live in Rosebury in the Berkshire. Well, why I'm does calling it- calling from a different number. Why? I'm at my grandmother's. Uh, well, so, oh, so you're in Chertsey. That's why it says it on the screen. Uh, close. Mm. I'm in Thorpe. Thorpe where, Park? Where the, por- where the park is, yeah. Have you been to Thorpe Park? Not today, no. It's rubbish, isn't it? It's not great. It's rubbish. When, when I was a youngster, you didn't like this, being a boy genius. When I was your age, it used to be, there were no rides there. It was historical. <laughs> it was an historical day out. Well, what do you want to have a historical... Every day's an historical day out. Go to Windsor Castle if you want to see history. Yeah, exactly. Go And, and go to uh, somewhere else that isn't Thorpe Park now. If you, I can't, I can't structure a sentence today, Sten. This chilli bean sandwich is repeating on me. <laughs> Have you been to the Carter's Steam Fair? Have I been to the Carter's Steam Fair? No, I've seen their boring posters everywhere, though. They, they, they're quite regular here in London. The posters aren't great, but the fair is brilliant. Right, hang on a minute, Sten. Tell me why a steam fair would be brilliant. Steam engines, yeah? Steam rollers and things. Mm. They don't use uh, steam engines anymore that much. They just use it for effect. Right, so they don't have steam engines there. What, Stem, what is, what is so good about it? Um, they've got quite fast dodgems, faster than you normally get. Are they powered by steam? No. Okay. Electricity. Okay, well then why is it not an electricity fair? Um, because it used to be a steam fair and they're continuing the heritage. Oh, God, I hate heritage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, Stem, listen, thank you very much for that. Trying to bestow the virtues of the steam fair. I've seen the posters. Everyone's seen the posters for Carter's steam fair. But would anyone actually go, I'm going to go and have a look at that. It looks like a lot of fun. Bill's in the Leighton. What's going on, Ian? You cool? Yeah, Bill, I'm cool. Are you cool? Yeah, man. Two calls in, 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 two, in two days? This is unprecedented. Yeah, no, I thought I'd just boost the ratings, you know what I Thank mean? you, sir. We, boy, hey, listen, the ratings are coming out tomorrow morning, so we need as many people listening today as we can get. Cool, man. I'll tell people to listen. Make sure you do. We need them listening today, because then it all gets added up, and we find out how many people were listening tomorrow morning. Serious? I've got... Uh, listen, I'm not... Sli- I shouldn't say this on the radio. If I don't get more listeners than Daisy Sampson had, let's just say yeah. next week, Daisy could be back. Oh, my God. Exactly. So you've got to phone up all your friends after this and get them listening to the show today. Serious? Oh, serious. Of course, man. I'll get everyone to yes, listen, you. innit? You're a good lad. Bill? 
What have you yeah. called in for? Oh, it's about them old people on them buggies, mate. Man alive, it's not good, is it? Oh, no, they're just, you know, I swear, I swear, if I was on a buggy, and I, like, the way I dress, yeah, I would, I would be arrested. Well, exactly, you're, you're, you sound like a young gentleman, and yeah, I imagine, I'm I imagine, three. you're how old? 23. Do you know, we were discussing yesterday off-air how old you were, and we, we, we weren't quite sure. I thought you were older than that because you knew all of the Rocky films. Nah, man, 23, man, I just like my old films. Have you ever been on one of those buggies? Um, I've always been tempted when yeah. they're in the shop. <laughs> you can't, I'm not, don't, don't nick them, I'm not saying you should no, nick I wouldn't, them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but, but it's, it's crossed my mind, though. They are, I've been on one, they are wicked. They've got, they've got, I don't know how fast they go, it's about 15 miles an hour. Serious? Yeah, they, they've got some kick to them. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be ideal, but it's just like, they, they, they hang around and hover behind you, yeah? Mm. And then you, you, you do the gentlemanly thing and you let them go in front of you. Yeah. And they either start talking to you for hours on end, or they just, they won't let you get out of the way, and you're like, oh, come on, mate. Yeah, but well, the thing is, well, if you get stuck behind one of them, and they just go, it's like, you know, the decent thing is you stop, you let us pass, you old man. Yeah, mate, and I reckon they should have a little special, like, like a track that's built in the air, so they can go around on them, and they, <laughs> they don't bother no one, then. Uh, you're right, I've often thought there should be a track, but... Bill, could you sing the rest of your complaint, please, in the last 25 seconds that we've got? Yeah, old people, they could be put into the fun house, and they could play dodgems on theirs, their little buggy things. That'd be fun. You could make them all go on dodgems and ride around bumping into each other. That'd be a loss. Bill, you kind of lost the tune towards the end, but I got the message, and that's the important thing. You're like, he's like the Dylan of his generation, but better. Oh, wait, 7090909973. But think about it. This isn't some blanket. This is a decent thing we're doing. We're getting rid of the old people's buggies. Before we do that, let's get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Simon Bennett. Cheers, Ian. Afternoon to you. We've got big problems with the buggies. Laura's in the Twickenham. Laura, do you agree with me? Absolutely. Thank I you. couldn't agree with you more. Thank you. I, my, my own son was very nearly quite badly injured. Hmm. Um, I, I... You say, well, hang on. You say very nearly quite badly injured. Was he injured at all? He wasn't, but a friend of he his was. very was. nearly. Okay, right. A friend of his actually had quite a nasty gash on his leg. Wow. Um... I tell you, Whitten High Street is <laughs> the place to avoid yeah. if, if, if you're on feet. Because these Good. people, they, they come up behind you, yeah. they're, they're very, very quiet, you've got no warning that they're there. No. Quite often these people don't have the sufficient physical, motor skills, sight, etc. Yes. to be driving a vehicle on the road. Yeah. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to have a licence. No. The thing is, well, don't get me wrong, old people, they're fine, and when we let them go out on Thursdays, they should be allowed to go out and travel. Of course they should. But they should use little, little electric wheelchairs that are the size of a wheelchair. Well, these, these, these vehicles are very large, and they are capable yeah. of inflicting quite serious injury. I'm absolutely serious about this. No. By the way, last time I found you, and the time before, you told me you loved me. Are you going to tell me you love me today? No, I've gone off you a little bit. Have you? Yeah. Why? Well, I just, I don't know if it's appropriate for me, I'm not going off you, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say that I love callers anymore. Oh, I... my last, my last boyfriend was younger than you. Well, <laughs> well hang on, well, how old are you? <laughs> 45. Oh, 45. How old was he, you mucky pup? 30. <laughs> you dirty cow. Te- I know. Terrible. It was good. No, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, you know I have a, a penchant for the older woman. I know, you'd love me, actually. Really? Well, hang on, maybe I do... But maybe I do love you again, then. I'll send you a photo. Yeah, Laura, please do that. I'll email you. Thank you, bye-bye, there we go. No, wrong, wrong, Ian. Don't, no. Don't use the radio to get, no, wrong, wrong, bad, bad, bad boy. No. Ross in the Whitehall. 
Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm not very comfortable. Hang on. Would you object if I undid my belt and top button on my jeans? Um, no, oh. I can't see you. You're fine. I t- I, it's not something I do very often, but this sandwich has <laughs> is, 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 is really unsettled my stomach ever so slightly, so I've, uh, I must remember I've done that when I stand up. It wasn't otherwise. the last caller that unsettled it, was it? Th- well, that was kind of exciting. What the hell was she g- <laughs> angling for there? Wow. Mucky pup. Ross, what, do you agree with me on the buggies? Totally agree with you. <clears throat> I was in, um, Chichester. Yes, I've heard of it. A27 down yes. the south, south coast, which is, which is sort of haven for all the old retired people. That it's, like, it's like a, an old person magnet there, isn't it, that just yeah, kind of attracts yeah. them. Yeah, so uh, I was I was driving on the twenty seven. It was just getting dark, yes. and there was an old guy pushing a buggy. Pushing it. Pushing it. Oh, jeez. So I thought he must have run out of battery. So yeah. I pulled over. Yeah. As good citizen that I am, and I thought I'll ask him where he's going. I'll, gi- I'll give him a push, expecting it to be well, thirty, forty yards or whatever. So he was very thankful. He says, uh, "Yeah, um, yeah, it's not far. It's just it's just around the corner." So I started pushing him. It was over two miles. Oh, mate. He didn't well He didn't do the cheeky thing that, that someone might have done. He didn't sit in it then, did he, and steer it? He did sit in it. Oh, mate, no! <laughs> so you... Oh, no, that's terrible. How... Yeah. Go, how... Oh, uh, did you... Did you at any point say... He sat there in silence. Oh, he didn't even talk to you? No, he just... He, he just directed me. Oh, flip it. At any point did you go, Grandad, tell you what, why don't you push this yourself, you silly old sausage? <laughs> I wish I had, because I was uh, then late for an appointment. Well, the thing is, though, those those things, they got battery. The batteries last for about eight hours on them. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I've got no idea what no. he was doing at that time of night. Yeah, so I'm, I'm suspicious. Ross, listen, mate, thank you very much for that. This isn't, you know, uh, 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 by the way, if anyone can, can tell me if you've been to a steam fair, is it worth going? I can't believe Sten's this, this odd boy genius. He's, I think he's 13 or 14. Going to steam fairs at that age, we should be... Well, sitting outside the spa, shouldn't he? Intimidating people. Uh, Ian, the word on the street is buggies and Maltesers are gay, says Merrill. Well, I don't think that's... that's appropriate, uh, use of language. We're getting rid of... what it is, let me explain. The buggies that the old people drive, uh, we're getting rid of them. Buggies are dangerous, old people are dangerous. Together, it's moida. They're awful things. Have you seen the speed those things go? If you... have you ever been hit in the shin by a buggy? It ain't nice, because the bu- they've got bumpers on them. I know a lot, I do genuinely know a lot about them. They've got bumpers on them. But the bumpers are so low down that it will have, it will protect your toe, but it won't your shin. Oh, man. Thing is, well, when I take my mum in it, I have to put it in the boot. I have to lift up the buggy and put it in the boot of the car. Jesus, does my flipping back in. My theory is, this is my theory. And no old people have called in to prove me wrong, so I guess I must be right. My theory is... That the old people, the majority, 95% of the old people that use these buggies are lazy. Lazy. Because then you see them get up and they go in the shop. Oh, wait, 7090909973. Are you a younger person that has used your mum's or your granddad's or your nan's buggy? Have you had a go on them? Have you had a race on them? Because they can flip and go fast. And if you... I'd love to talk to someone who can get their hands on a buggy for us right now and do a little road test for us live on air. 870 Eloise is in the Essex. Hello, Eloise. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm fine, thank you. Lovely. How are you? Yeah, I've got... I've had this spicy sandwich from Marks and Spencer's, which is a very nice sandwich. It's this, the three-bean Mexican wrap. But it's made me... Un- it's made me have a little bit of indigestion. <laughs> so I feel a little bit uncomfortable. But apart from that, Eloise, I'm fine. Okay. What do you think about these buggies? I think they're really dangerous. There we go. This is it. This is the voice of reason. Have you ever been hit by one of them? No. Okay. Well, okay. What makes you think that they're dangerous? 
Well, they're they're really hazardous. Yeah. yeah. They scare my pony. They scare your pony? Yeah. What, 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 what? They drive... I'm confused. They drive through the field? No. No, when I'm on the road on my pony and yeah. they're going past, they scare him. What, what does... How does your... This is... This is a, a, I hadn't even considered the danger that they were to animals. How does your pony react to old people in buggies? He runs away. Oh, man. But while you're on it... Yes. So you could be going miles away from you could be you could be lost. Eloise, I don't normally do this. May, may I ask how old you are? I'm twelve. So you're twelve years old. You could be completely lost in the middle of nowhere on the back of a pony simply because an old person is in a buggy. Yes. Unbelievable. Well then surely surely Tony Blair has to make it illegal to drive these things, doesn't he? Yes. Excellent. Eloise, thank you very much for that. We shall try and put this to the Prime Minister. Shameful. Shameful behaviour. Uh, Ian, my mum is a warden for the old people's flats. One old boy goes to the pub in his electric buggy. Last week he came back drunk and with a woman in the buggy. Then the buggy tipped over, they both fell out, and my mum had to look after them, says Colin. Proof if proof need be. Uh, Ian, is the Chris, uh, be, uh, Agent Chris, being paid for today? Has he gone off to talk sports? Stephen the Chester. I don't know if he's gone to talk sports, actually. Might be worth putting a call through to Parry. Whoever works there, I don't know. Mike, Mike Mendoza, I'll give him a call later on tonight. Uh, Val's in the tooting. Hello, Val. Hi, Ian. I listen to you a lot, but you've made me very angry today. No, I haven't. We're talking yes, about... you have. What, I talking about steam fares? Not only old people are in buggies. There we go. Young people are in buggies. Yes. And you see people walking, okay. They yes, may I do. have multiple cirrhosis. Yes. They may have cancer. What? They can only walk... Hang on one second. Step. Hang on one second. Val said cancer. Okay, yes. They, they can only walk a few steps, maybe yes. just... Whoa, whoa, no, 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 Val, 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 no, you, 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 you listen to me, Val. This is the no, problem no, with your no, generation. No, no, no. You don't <laughs> listen to the voice of reason. No, Val, no, Val, listen, Val. there are very no. few people... No. There are very few Val. people that upset pedestrians, you get skateboarders, they're more... There we go, there we go, she's thought, there we go, I knew it, I knew an old person would phone in and have a go... I am an old person. You sound it. Now listen to me. How old are you, Val? 25. Shut up, shut up, shut up, what year, what year, what year were you born? Eh? What year were you born, love? Never mind what year. Yeah, it was, it would have been 1981, you're about 70 and you know it. You've got, you've got teenagers on there and they have to learn to respect people. Why, Val, tell me, Val. We have creepy old people. Val, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm not going to talk to you. If you're not going to listen, I'm not going to talk to you. Why are you pretending you're 25? Tell me how old you really are. How old am I? 50. You're older than that, can't be honest. No, no, no. What year were you born? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. How old are you really, Val? You're about 68. Yes. As old as my tongue and a bit older than my teeth. So you're about 72 then? No. Val, I'm the the people that need. No, you're not listening to me. No, you're not listening to me, Val. 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 We have to have respect for everybody. Well, respect me and shut up for a minute. Now, Val. Listen, I have yes. to go to a break. Can, can you stay on the phone for a couple of minutes? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm in, you're, you're, you're very nice, love. <laughs> but, I'm not. No, you're not. You're a miserable old cow, but I'm going to beat you in an argument. I prove it. <sighs> Why does she pretend to be 25? We're getting rid of buggies that the old people drive. Um, the people that need them, the people that are ill, then they can get electric wheelchairs, which are fine. They don't go anywhere near as fast. They don't take up as much room. They're not as dangerous. You can't do as much damage. They're fine. It's the big, bulky buggies that are the size of small cars. We're getting rid of those. 
Now, Val in the tooting is talking out of her bottom, but we're going to carry on talking to her, aren't we, Val? <laughs> Hello, love. Hello, dear. Now, yes. Now, well, you see, the point is people need to go shopping. Yes. And they correct. need to take those things, and that's, no, their, they don't. that's Val. their independence. They don't need to take those things. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Well, I hope you never, ever have to go into one So one do I. My, my, but, hey, listen, my mum's got one, they're fine. But what would be better, what would be smaller and more convenient and less hassle and danger for everyone? Electric wheelchairs. Listen, dear, I want to say something you. Do, you, you. Did you just listen to have, what I just... Did have, you just listen to what I just yes, said? I am listening. Respond, I am respond listening, to what I just said, Val. Yes. Respond I, to what I just said. Yes, OK, that's fine, that's fine. But listen, <laughs> also... What did I just say? Electric wheelchairs. Okay. Well, why why should they we we use buggies and not use electric wheelchairs? Because they can cover themselves over better with those. They can cover themselves over yes, better. What does that winter, mean? In the winter, some of them have covers and stuff like but that. You can get covers. You put a blanket on you. Don't be dumb. You're clutching at straws. Rain. Don't be silly. Dear. You're clutching at straws because the buggies that have covers on their cars, Val. No, they're not. Yes, no, they are. Not. Now listen. When okay, let's discuss this nicely. But please, please, if we can. But you're being very rude. You're being very rude. You have a respect me. No, I respect me. You, you have a lot of young people listening to you. Yes, good, and respect them. Respect them by the instead of dismissing them all as skateboarding, riding hooligans. No, I'm not saying that. Yes, you did. Say that. Yes, you did. Some we have to. When we're walking along the road, you have all sorts of things like that. No, you don't. And all we you all have, is... have to respect each other. Well, please do, please then. Please talk in a nice way, because you've got a lot of young people... Please, Val, thank you. I accept you... your apology. I accept your apology. Yes, but you... You, um, can influence a lot of people. <laughs> Val... Especially young people, and they listen Val, to you, have... and they look up to you. No, they do look up to you. I have no influence over... I don't, right have... I don't have influence over myself, let alone other people listening yeah, to this they nonsense. they do. People do. They people don't. People do. They, they, don't. they Val... ring in all the time to you, same Val, ones. you're rambling. L- say hello to Linda in the South Norwood. Hello, Linda. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm all right. I've just got off my buggy. Oh, wonderful, dear. And, um, <laughs> ha- ha- how are you? You know, you're not able to walk far, obviously. No, darling. I'm crippled with rheumatoid arthritis. Well, there you yeah, are, you see. And if you walk into a shop and just walk a little way, <laughs> then they, um, they think there's nothing wrong with you. But, well, Linda, do you, <laughs> do you agree, Linda, that these buggies are dangerous? Um, Ian, I've never spoken to you before. Hello. Hello, Hello. nice to speak to you. Right, well, I have to say... Let's hope you're more polite uh, than that gobby Val. She was, <laughs> she was awful. Oh, bless her heart. She's only speaking her mind. I'm yeah. so cross with him. I think... Oh, leave him alone, Val. I'll sort him out. Yeah, good. Carry on. <laughs> I, think, I think Val's been Ian. drinking, to be honest. Yeah, no, I Ian. wish I had. Yes. Val, yes. do us a favour. Shut up, love. <laughs> yeah, Val, shut up. <laughs> no, seriously, some of the... I, now, I am a buggy rider. I'm yep. 61. I don't consider myself old. It's quite old. But I, okay, fine. I creak a bit. Yeah. But um, I've been riding my buggy for well, over five years. Never touched anybody. But... Yes, but... Much as it hurts to agree with you to a degree, Thank I you. do think some of these old darlings need a test. Come on! And she uses a buggy, Val! <laughs> she agrees with me! Yeah, well... We all get older and get funny, I suppose, but then we've got young, funny people as well. What well, does that mean? True. But, Linda, so you think there should be a test involved for I these do. people? Honestly, it's a good idea, yes, and I you think. Talk so. about using an electric wheelchair. You cannot shop. Yes, you no, can. Okay, okay, darling, you tell me when yeah. you've done your shopping, where you're going to put it. Put it on your lap. 
Or you put it on the bag that you've got on the back of the wheelchair. Um, and if you live in Croydon, somebody will nick it before you get home. No, they won't. No one's... An old man in a buggy that'll have it and be off. No one's going <laughs> to nick anything from the back of a blooming wheelchair. Don't be so and silly. I have to say, the electric wheelchairs are more dangerous than the buggies because they're controlled with a joystick. Which yeah. you've got but they go slower. They go slower. There's less weight behind them and less bulk. Are you having a laugh? Y- you no. You've got to be joking. No. They, they whiz about. I they don't do 20 miles an hour. What, the top speed of most buggies now is 12 miles an no, hour? No, it's not, it's 20. No, darling. Yes, no, it's yes, my love. <laughs> yes, my love. Stop cackling, Val. I'm, I'm, I'm winning this, and you keep your nose <laughs> no, out. No, you're not. No, keep, you're not. Keep your beak out, Val. It's not World War Two now. All right, come on. They're in a cauldron, Ian. Leave her alone. Yes. Now, so, w- <laughs> Linda, you agree we should ban them? No. Yes, okay, we got it there. We got the conclusion there. Thank you very much, ladies. Excellent stuff there. I think we reached some kind of common ground. I bu- okay, I bullied Linda a little bit there, but Val was cackling away like a mad woman. Uh, now listen, uh, we've been doing this thing now uh, for a wee while. Uh, well, you can send an email in and nominate someone to receive a phone call from me uh, before we come and do the show, uh, and I'll phone up someone, a friend, a relative of yours, uh, and they uh, they won't know they're getting the phone call, or maybe they will if you've told them. I don't know, but we kind of uh, do it a few months after or a little bit after we get the email. They are allowed to ask me one question, any question they want. I will give them an honest answer. Questions so far have been rubbish, apart from what's happened to David Prever and how much do I get paid. Rest have been rubbish. Anyway, <clears throat> Simone has sent in uh, this email. Ian, my friend George needs to be taken down a few steps. He seems to think that he can get on your show and become your mate in the hope of becoming your ghetto correspondent. He will have nothing worth saying, but I will forever have bragging rights that I made him look like a fool with lots of O's on your show. Please mess him up and call him. His name is George Pinky. Well, we gave George a call on Monday. Uh, and this is what happened. Hello. Hello, speak to Pinky, please. Wow, who's this? Is this, is this Pinky? Who's this? Is this Pinky? Yeah, who's this? Hey, Pinky, how's it going, man? Nah, this ain't Pinky, man. Who's this? Where's Pinky? Wow, he ain't here, you know. Well, who's this? Nah, this ain't him, man. Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Yeah, but who are you, man? Ah, my friend, who are you? (laughs) Well, this is Pinky's phone, isn't it? Nah, it's not. Is this George's phone? Nah. Whose phone is this, then? I don't know, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know whose phone? What do you mean you don't know whose phone this is? Is it- have you stolen a phone, sir? (laughs) Yeah, I just stole it. Do you know someone called, um, Simone Enrique Pascal? Nah, nah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who is this, then? (laughs) Have we got the right number? I'm worried we've got the wrong number now. No, no, you've got the right number. You've got the right this number. This is Pinky winding me up! Wow, yeah, it is, man. Pinky, this is Ian Lee on LBC 97.3. What's going on, man? I listen to your show, man. Hey, man, how's it going? You alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool, man. You? I've been told, I'm alright, I've been told to give you a call by Simone, because apparently you want to be- you want to become my mate or something. Wow, nah, yeah, yeah, I like your show, man. Your show's big. Yeah, we can't, we can't become friends, though, Pinky. You, you're called Why Pinky. Why not, man? I want to be a correspondent. Oh, nice. I've been tricked here. We're not <laughs> updating the correspondent list until April the 7th. Wow. Sorry, my friend. What, what correspondent would you be if you became one? Um, wow, what would I be? I'd be a music correspondent, man. Give, give me an update now, then. Go on, give me an update live on the phone. What? Now, yeah? Now! All right, all right. I'll give you a, um... What can I say now? Oh, you, what can I say now? No good. Listen, Pinky, we're running out of time. Very quickly, you are allowed to ask me one question, any one question you want, and I will answer you honestly. What's, what do you want to ask me, my friend? Well, I can't think right now, man. 
What do you mean you can't say? When's a good time to call you then? Because <laughs> this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> Pinky? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. I think you've blown it, my friend. All right. Peace out anyway. Listen, man. take care, my friend. Man. I'll speak to you All soon. Right. Lots of love. He was nice, wasn't it? Hey, if you want me to do that to someone you know, then uh, drop me an email, ian at lbc.co.uk, with their name, their number, and a little bit about them. Uh, I do a couple of emails. Uh, Ian, whilst you're getting rid of old person's wheels, can you also ban those tiny suitcases on a stick that girls and weak men wheel around behind them on the underground? I've ruined two pairs of perfectly good shoes, giving the things a good kicking, and I don't want to make it three. Pauline, I've used those suitcases. The ones that you pull out the handle and the stick, that, and they go all over the place. They're always wibbling and wobbling. Hello, Nicole. Thank you. Um, Ian, funny you should bring up this topic today, as on Monday I was in the foyer area of the Chiswick Sainsbury when an old man on a buggy came flying out at high speed and out of control and hit a cleaner with a mop and a bucket and spun him round and then crashed into the wall. John, well, we're not, no one's laughing at that. I didn't know you spelled Bennett like that. Uh, Ian, there's one problem about old people in buggies. Once I was in the queue at a shop, the old person reversed into my shin. Man alive, did it hurt, says Nick in the Mitchum. Jerry's in the pinner. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. Listen, you, you were talking about the speed these buggies go. Yes, sir. They're limited to eight miles an hour. No, they're not. They are. They're not. They are. They're not. I'm not arguing, but they are. Well, we should argue, because you're wrong. Where have you got this nonsense from? Well, I've actually ridden one, so I know what they're like. Yeah, well, the woman before, who's got one, says that hers was, was 12 miles an hour, well, and my mum's uh, got one, so I know what they're like more than you do. Well, poss- it's possible, but I'm only just saying what I know, that's all. But, you, but what you know is wrong. Okay, so I'm wrong. Thank what you. Well, you, well, you could you could apologise to me and to London, please. Okay, I apologise to you and to London. Thanks, Jerry. Excellent stuff there. Well, that was that sorted out. <laughs> don't phone... Listen, don't phone up. And say that I'm wrong, and then come out with something you've just made up. Because that... I'm not in the mood today. I'm not wash... That's not going to wash with me. Jude's in the pearly. Hello, Jude. Hello, Ian. Are you drunk, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear it. <laughs> Are you drunk today? No, I don't drink. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just saying it, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, um, I want to talk about the, um... Electric buggies. Yes. It was uh, my wedding day, uh, nine years yes. ago. And after the wedding, yes. um, we're on the way to the reception. Yes. We're waiting to come out of the car park. Yes. And the next thing, this woman, she must have been, well, she was flying 90, 100 miles. What? Hit the car. Are you all drunk? I saw, I turned to the right, was a head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jude. Sorry, continue. So you were in- interrupted there by an anti-drugs message, by the way. If, if you've been drinking. Anyway, um, I got out of the car, the driver got out of the car, and we said, are you all right? She didn't say a word, and then we started to examine the car, and we noticed a dent, and the next thing, she just took off again, a hundred miles an hour. Wow. Didn't say wow. a word. Wow. Shameful. They should be insured. They should have insurance, shouldn't they? Well, well, I, well... Well, to be honest, be I honest. think it should be abolished, really. Well, I think exactly. Let's, well, this is the thing. We're going to get rid of it. I'm, I'm nearly offering a compromise there, and I apologise for doing that. Have you ever ridden one, Jude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, under, I'm under 50. <laughs> no, but I've, I've actually um, ridden a camel. Jude, uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks very much. Because the camels... Is, don't get me started on camels. Man alive. Old people on camels. I don't... 
that's a whole other show, but I've got very, very strong views on camels and what we should do with them. Uh, oh, my God, it's time now to get the... <laughs> that's thrown me slightly. Uh, let's get the latest travel news with Simon Bennett, please, sir. Thank you very much, Ian. Uh, we're looking at... Oh, dear. I'm drinking too much water. I need to go to the toilet to the point where I'm actually quite uncomfortable. I can make it till the four o'clock news, though. I can do that. I can do that 11 and a half minute ting. Um, we need... Oh, by the way, yes, well reminded. We need uh, another correspondent. We have one correspondent. We need one more to call in for the 5.38 correspondent update. The way it works is you phone in early and book your place. Okay, so don't phone up. Don't think, oh, I'll phone up at 5.37. Don't do that. Phone in now if you're a correspondent and book your place. Uh, Elliot's in the Essex. Hello. Hey, Elliot, how's it going, man? All right, I'm quite shocked, actually. Why are you shocked, man? I'm on the radio. (laughs) Hey, listen, I'm shocked. I've been on the radio for over a year. Think how shocked I am. (laughs) I haven't got the sack from this one yet, although that could all change. (laughs) Anyway, I wanted to ask you a question. Go for your life. Um, Well, out of all the celebrities in the whole world, which one would you most like to date? Which, uh, all the celebrities in the world, who would I most like to date? Yes. Do you, have you ever seen a programme called The Property Ladder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With Sarah Beanie. Oh, yeah. Sarah Beanie. Oh. Yeah, she's, I think she's beautiful. Oh, okay, then. She's my dream. <laughs> Which celebrity would you most like to date? Oh, you caught me off the spot. <laughs> well, hang on, did you, did you not think I might send this Beyonce. question back to you? Beyonce. <laughs> oh, Beyonce's fit, isn't she? Yeah. What what <laughs> what made what's made you ask this, Elliot? Why is this preying on your mind? Do you can you can you fix me up with celebrities? Are you a big celebrity booker or something? Of course. Nice one. Can you fix me up with the bean? I'll try. Nice one. Elliot, anything else, my friend? Uh no, not really. I'm just kinda of shocked to be on the ra- actually be on the radio. <laughs> hey listen, you you may start crying thirty seconds after you realise you've just been disconnected. Thank you, Elliot. Sarah Beanie every time. I saw about Sarah Beanie today, actually, for some reason. Oh, I I generally do. I think she's the most beautiful one in the world. She's got a little scar little lump on the bottom to the left of, uh, on the left of her bottom lip. Um, and it's beautiful. She got it from a car crash. That's not beautiful. Car crash is never good. Uh, Ed's in the Weybridge. Hello, Ian. Hey, Ed. How's it going? Not so bad, not so bad. I'd like to be a correspondent for you. <clears throat> Sorry? I'd like to be a correspondent for you. Right. Yes. What do I have to do? You have to call in on April the 7th. Oh, April the 7th? That's when we're next updating the correspondent list. Oh, oh, I see. I thought you meant just, like, ring in and talk. No, about... my friend. This is for the correspondents, we've already got a calling in for the 538 <laughs> update. I see. It's not as simple yeah. as that. I understand that. Also, I was ringing in about the old women in the, uh, the buggies. Yeah, go on. My, uh, my friend Luke, we rung in the other day for things you don't know. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, yeah, and I knew everything you knew. Yeah, yep. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, we, uh, we... Luke was a bit... Luke's know. a bit of a loser, isn't he? Who? Luke. Luke's listening, he's sitting in his car, listening. What, is he near say you? Say something nasty to him, Ian. I just, I just think you can do better than Luke, Ed. <laughs> I think you can do better than him, he sounded... He, <laughs> he just sounds like a bit of a loser. Say he's got a stupid haircut. Well, he, of course he's got a stupid haircut, everyone knows Luke's got a stupid haircut. Did it, <laughs> when was the last time he had it cut? <laughs> Sorry? When, when did he last get it cut? Well, he's actually sitting in my friend's car. He, uh, oh, he's he, in your he, friend's car, because he hasn't got a car of his own! He, he, <laughs> He has a he Luke. Has a Hello, my name is Luke. I've not got a car of my own. I've got a stupid haircut. I'm Luke. Oh, he loves it. Good boy. What can I do for you, Ed? Yeah, right. Anyway, so Luke was getting his haircut yesterday, bless him. Oh. 25 pounds, yeah? Jeez. And a uh, little old woman drives past in this big white and red buggy. Like you say, you know the ones who put a box over the top of them? Oh, yeah, silly. You know the ones who think they're a bit, bit cool? Yeah. But they're really not, because yeah. they're... Pretty old, right? Yeah, anyway, she's driving past, and yes. I think, you know, I pointed out to Luca, and she's pretty funny, and then on her way back... She's pretty funny. On, <laughs> on, her, on her way back, she that. actually blew over. In her buggy. She did not. She did. No, mate, she went no! straight down on her side, and three of the hairdressers oh, went out to help her up. 
Oh, God. but you and you didn't bother helping. Well, no, I was with Luke. I was I was watching him getting his hair straightened. I thought it was quite amusing. <laughs> I was I was in the middle of it all. She was fine, was she? Yeah, yeah, she was fine. She wasn't. She wasn't that happy hamster. But... No, I guess not. Well, th- this is another. Re- I mean, not, I'm not laughing at that. You can laugh at it, Ed, and I'm <laughs> sure Luke is because Luke sounds like a sick so and so. I'm not laughing because I have to be responsible. But you know, no, you, know you know, you know, what I'm thinking, don't you? But uh, also, I didn't like that lady who said the skateboarding thing. Yeah, me as a not a current skateboarder, but back in the day, I skated for nearly five years. And yes. Not once did I ever hit an old woman. Most skateboarders, or a young woman, as it were. Most skateboarders are of a very, very high standard. They've got more control over their boards than old people have got over their buggies. It's true. Or bladders. It's true. You've you got a point. Listen, thanks very much. Give uh, Luke a dead arm for me. Sadia's in the haze. Hello, Sadia. Hi. How are you, Ian? Ha- what? Hello. Hi. How are you, Ian? I- I'm fine. I really need to go to the toilet. Oh, do you? So I'll keep it brief, yeah? No, 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 no cause I've, however long you are, I've, I can only go in seven minutes, so you, you t- take your time, miss. All right, that's fine. Well, basically, I just want to say, agreeing with you about these buggies, that myself and my sister were walking down the high street, yeah. and we just heard, like, beep, 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 Yeah, they've got a little horn. And really, really loud, and um, I started saying, I, I didn't understand where it was coming from. Anyway, Ooh, we looked behind us, and there was an old lady, oh. and, and then she was really rude to us, and she swore at us, and she said we should get out of her way. And I just said to well, I wanted to say that, look, it's a pedestrianised area, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we're walking, you're on your buggy, you know, who's got the right of way? Anyway, she was very, very rude. Very, very rude. Yes, yes. And I think they should make a special buggy lane. Oh, now that's, that's good. That's a good idea. Well, the, if we're going to keep buggies, which I don't yeah. think we should, then yes, there should be a buggy lane. But... Yeah. That goes from the old people's front doors to the post office and back again, and no further. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it's unfair to abolish them, Ian. I think that's a no, bit harsh. No, I don't think it is. I think it's... the older generation. Oh, though. I respect them as long as they keep out of my way. No, I think we should get rid of them completely, Sadia. I think we should have a buggy lady. Yeah, I think, I think you're wrong. Oh, do you? Sadia, can I ask how old you are? I'm 27. W- w- would you like to grow a beard? Uh, no thanks. You would. I was just wondering. I was talking to Helen behind the glass about this. We, yeah. we think that most women, at some point in their life, have kind of fantasise about growing a beard. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think you're wrong there, mate. If you could grow one, if you had to grow one, yeah. What kind of beard would you go for? Who would you look like? I'd have a goatee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd look good with a goatee. I'd, I, I think I look really good in a goatee. There we go. She's gone from from not wanting one to thinking she look good in a goatee. The thing is, who doesn't look good in a goatee? Fat people look good with goatees. The only beard a fat person can carry off is a goatee. Um, George Michael looked good with a goatee for a while when he had that. Uh, Italians look good with. Everyone looks good with a goatee. If you're a lady, just have a think about it. Well, maybe we'll talk about it a bit more after four. What kind of beard would you like to have, ladies? I've really missed time this going to the toilet. I'm, I'm actually in pain. It's gone beyond... Sheila, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Hello? She- Hello, Sheila. Hello. I've really missed time going to the toilet. I'm in, I'm in actual pain. I go. You must go. Well, I can't. I've got to do the... I've got to do the radio. Oh. I can't go until the news at four o'clock. Shall I carry on, then? Well, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to try... I'm going to see if I can hold out, but if I disappear, you will have to carry on talking oh, for me. Okay. Sheila, before we carry on... Yes? Would you like to grow a beard? No way, Jose! Why not? You'd look good with a beard! Oh, no! Oh, the thought of it makes me feel sick! I, th- I think that most women, if they could grow a beard, they would. Well, I, it's not something... Do you know what? I've never, ever discussed that with another woman. Oh, really? I, it's not something that's ever been in my mind. Well, it's in your mind now. If you had to have a beard, who? what kind of beard would you look like? Go for Who would you look like? Oh, you're joking! If you had to. 
Oh, no. But if you had to have one? Yes, I've got to say someone that has a beard. Well, if you had to have a beard, what type of beard would you go for? Who, who do you like that's got a beard? I don't like beards. But if you had to have one? I don't know. It would have to be a very little beard. It w- I wouldn't like a long beard. So, like a short... Maybe Noel Edmonds got quite a little beard, hasn't oh, he? well, a bit shorter than that, even. Yeah, so a shorter Noel Edmonds beard. A little bit like that. All oh, right, nice one. Excellent. There we go. We've got there in the end. Yeah. Now, Sheila, what can I do for you? Right, now, taking into account... Yes. ...that I'm 60... Very old. ...and a bit on the short side... Short and old. A lethal combination in many I, countries. I don't like beards. No. I'd love you... But you'd have a short Noel Edmonds. <laughs> I'd love you to try and guess. Out of all the celebrities there are, which one do you think I would love to have a dinner date with? Well, Noel Edmonds. No. Clive Ball. <laughs> no, nobody on radio. Oh, is it what? What? Hang on, I will guess who. What celebrity you'd like to have a dinner date with? Yeah. Out of all, taking into account, I'm short and I'm sixty. Elton John. No. Um. Somebody absolutely gorgeous. Oh, uh... Dark and handsome. Um... Michael Portillo. No. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not good radio, but I'm determined to guess this. I'm determined to guess this, so... He's very tall, he's very slim. Robert Pershing Wadlow. No, he's very tall, mm. very slim. He was on, um, a specific, um pop programme. Dave Lee Travis. And was determined... What? Thiexton. No, he was determined to, 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 to get on. What? And, uh, what they you... didn't think he would, and he's... Probably... Oh, not Dirty Darius. Oh, you've guessed! Why would you want to have dinner with him? He's oh, slimy! Ah, oh, I think he's just out of this world. He shaves his chest, you know that, don't you? Uh, well, I don't care about that. I just think he, he's got the most what? gorgeous uh, face. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Do you want me to try and fix you up with him? Um, no. <laughs> You're getting nervous now, aren't you? You're getting a little bit scared, Sheila. Oh, he's very lovely. Sheila, you're very weird. There we go. That's something we've learned. If, if you knew nothing in the last hour, you've learnt that Sheila would like to go out with Darius. <laughs> Why is she telling us that? Maybe, uh, I don't know. Hey, listen, are you a lady? What type of beard would you grow if you had to grow one? Who, who do you like that's got a beard? And do you fantasise about growing one? Unbelievable, a stackload of emails to get through. Uh, uh, two things on the go at the moment. Uh, plus, pretty much anything else you want to as well, if you want to chip in with whatever. Uh, we're getting rid of buggies. We're banning the buggies that the old people use. People who need help getting around, we'll give them electric wheelchairs. That's fine. That's fine. But the buggies, I'm afraid, they have to go. They're potential death traps. Basically. Ah, uh, we've all nearly been knocked over by them. We've all been bashed in the shins. We've all been stuck in traffic on an A road and then found out it's some old dude on a buggy in the front. What? I saw one. There was one the other day. Where was it? It wasn't, um, it wasn't in Muswell Hill. It was somewhere. I can't think where it was. And he was on the road. You think there's a good pavement? Get on the pavement. Oh, wait, 7090909073. No one has called in with a decent argument for keeping the buggies. No one would be able to do it. What would be great? What would be great is if you're a younger person, if you're from the young generation, and you have access to your mum's or your dad's or your, your grandparents' buggy, could you take it for a little spin for us and give us a call? Because there are no rules. You can, you can be drunk in charge of a buggy. 
uh, you can go on the pavement with them. You can use a mobile phone when using a buggy, because it doesn't have the same, it's not taxed, it's not road taxed, so you can do whatever you want. Those rules don't apply. It would be great if we could get someone on a buggy, or an old person, why the hell not, for goodness sakes, uh, to give us a call whilst they're on their buggy, and see how fast they can burn up. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And also, are you a lady? One of those lovely, lovely ladies I've read so much about in the press. If you could grow a beard, would you? Have you ever thought about it? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What kind of beard would you go for if you had to have one? And, uh, gentlemen, are there any men out there that would find bearded women sexy? I, I, I'm going to say that. It kind of makes me shiver slightly, almost with revulsion. Repulsion? Revulsion. I'm revulsed. I'm repulsed. Both of those things. Got confused for a second there. But are, are you a man that would find a lady with a beard sexy? And what famous women would look good with beards? We mentioned Beyonce earlier on. She looked good with, uh, she looked good with a little goatee. Little Craig David styly beard, Beyonce, I think, would look very uh, hot. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Isabella is in the Battersea. Oh hi there. Hello, Isabella. How are you? I'm not too bad, but I'm a bit worried about you, Ian. Don't be worried about me. I'm fine. Why are you so hyper today? You're so hyper. I'm wondering <coughs> if you're drinking too much of that green tea. I'm not. No, I've only had one cup of green tea at the weekend. It was flipping horrible. I shall never have that again. Isn't it vile? Oh, it's dis- It's just like warm water that tastes a little bit dirty. Yes. Oh, it's really, really disappointing. I was expecting some kind of spiritual, natural infusion of her. It was rank. <laughs> rank! I'm really worried about you, though, Ian. I'm, I tell, shall I tell you why I'm hyper? Shall I tell you why I'm hyper? Go on, Because Agent Chris isn't here. I feel... I was a little bit worried. I was concerned that Agent Chris hadn't turned up. I was... And no disrespect, Helen, I didn't know how it worked with Helen myself. It feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Oh. This is a great really? relief. I think this is the way forward. I, if Chris dares to show his face tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to ask him not to not to come and produce the show. Oh, you can't do that, Ian. I, well, I, the thing is, Helen has stepped in at the last minute. She's doing a superb job, a better job than he's done. And he's let me down because of a row about a county. Oh. So I'm a little bit hyper because I'm full of excitement at the potential of where this show really can go from now on. Now, what you need to do yes. is a couple of yoga classes. Oh, shut up with your stupid yoga. It's <laughs> nonsense. Being horrible to me now. I'm, I'm not being horrible. I'm not being horrible. I'm dissing yoga. Oh, uh, why? Because it's stupid. It isn't. Yes, it is. Ian. You need to calm down. Maybe do a bit of yoga Ian, or something. I am tonight. I do one a week. That's oh, you're, you're, I'm going to go to the gym and go for a run and go on an exercise bike and watch. Why don't you do a spin class then? A, a what? A spin class. Oh, because I'm not an idiot. I'm not, I haven't got the fitness to a spin class. I'm gonna, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit on the exercise bike and I'm going to watch Coronation Street. Wow. That's, that's the plan. Exciting. Yeah, no, that's the plan. It's getting good at Corrie at the moment. Oh, is it? Isabella? Yeah. Have you ever fantasised about growing a beard? No. Are you, have you never thought? Have you never thought? Man, I'm jealous of gentlemen because they can grow beards. I, I wish I could. No. On, be honest, though. No. I don't believe you. Not at all. Ian. It's never crossed your mind to wonder what it would be like to grow a beard. Never. You'd never wonder what it'd be like to have to shave every other morning. No thanks. I shave my legs every other day. Yeah, but that's different. Well, there you go then. They, ne- they, they only need shaving because we we uh, we as men. If you had to grow a beard, Isabella, what kind of beard would you grow? I wouldn't. If you had like to. Them. If you had to. No. But supposing you had to. What? Had to really had to. If you really had to grow a beard, what kind of beard would uh, you grow for? A goatee. Yeah, you say a goatee. A goatee looks good on everyone, doesn't it? 
Would you not go for a full, like a, a kind of big Brian Blessed type beard? Oh, no chance. It looks so rough. I'm Brian Blessed! Wouldn't know whether to hold his hand or use him as a broom. Ian, are you still there? I'm just checking, was that, that was a joke, wasn't it? No. <laughs> okay. So. Anything else? Um, no, not really. Okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye. Vicky's in the Croydon. Hello. You right? Yeah, do you feel better now? After my wee? Yeah. Like, much better. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, mu- it was, I was in pain. It's a pleasant I, feeling, isn't it? I was, I was improperly in pain. Oh, dear. Have you ever done that? This is... Mm, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Long, you know a you long journey? You for a second there. No, you, know, you know you're on a long journey and you're yeah. busting to get to the loo. You're mm. busting and you get home and you, you know, you may be a... Not, not, I'm not saying you wet yourself, but... No, but you, you kind of yeah. really do have to run. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe a, a little... to get your... Little drop comes off. out. <laughs> the little drop comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not... OK, let's move on, because... Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Anyway, so, yes. Vicky, if you had to grow a beard... Yeah. What kind of beard would you grow? Goatee. Yeah, everyone's no, going for the goatee. They're really quite sexy, actually. They're yeah, well, great on men. Do you think they look good on women? Uh, n- well, no. You're a, you're a modern thinking woman. You must oh, yeah. have considered the possibility of growing a beard. That was nearly a compliment, Ian. Sorry? That was nearly a compliment. What did I say? You nearly complimented me. You called me a modern woman. Well, yeah, but, but modern's not a compliment. In many ways, it's an insult. <laughs> well, it's more complimentary than usual. Ah. Uh, now, you must have considered, though, what it would be like to grow a beard. Not really. No, I, I reckon... I'm this is disappointing. I would have thought that most women would have had this in the back of their mind at some point. Mm, uh, no. What no, famous... It just, it just, it just look really good on men. Are you, not so, beard, full beard. Are you envious of men that they can grow beards? Not really. Oh, OK. Disappointing. Uh, what, f- who, what famous woman do you think would look good with a beard? Um... I think the Queen would look good with a beard, wouldn't she? She would, actually. She would look crack... But, like, with an old style... You know, like, Henry VIII beard, where it's kind oh, of... Oh, like, full, big, fat beard. No, no, oh, no, did he have that? I'm th- no, I'm thinking of the Jeremy Beadle beard. You know, the c- kind of just... Well, that's a bit of a goatee, isn't it? Or no. Or with the bits up the side. He has the goatee, but, yeah, then the lines that go along the chin and then up the yeah. side, yes. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, you know, yeah. You said yeah quite a lot in that yeah. sentence. Yeah, no, I'm kind of... I'm You're still tired. So, I'm, I'm very bothered. tired. Not bothered. That's not very nice. Anyway, Vicky, you've got 30 seconds. Oh, right, OK. So no, 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 just the time we come up to a break now. Because like, Helen behind the glass is producing, I want to do everything to the book today. I'm not, I'm not cutting corners. Huh? Oh, well, she said, hang on, Vicky, you'll be on in a second. Did you speak to her or did you speak to Nicole? I spoke to Nicole. I speak yeah. to Nicole all the time. But yes. I spoke to Helen. Hello, Helen. She's great, isn't she? She's, yeah, uh, she's, she's waving. Really nice. She's waving. Tight. Yes. She's yeah. very bright. Very polite. Oh, very polite. Yes, she's yeah. polite and bright. You're saying she's thick? No. That's rude. <laughs> You've only got five seconds left, Vicky. She's not thick. There we go. We think you use it up there by saying, Helen Honeyglass is not thick. Well done, you. Uh, you can email as well, Ian, I-A-I-N, at LB, as, as well. Uh, no, as well needed in that sentence. You can email Ian at lbc.co.uk. Ian, you know that goalie-looking chainsong, Guns Don't Kill People, Rappers Do? I think this is the same. Buggies don't kill people, old biddies do. So in conclusion, we should shoot the old folks and give the buggies to rappers. Chris, no, 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 sir, I do not. Do not agree with that. Uh, hello, Mr. Ian Lisa. Beards. Well, certain women can grow a beard. When I was younger, I used to catch the bus home from school. There was a very old woman on there who not only smelled like wee-wee, she also had a lovely, wiry ginger beard. It was full and luxurious and slightly frightening. For my own part, continues Lucy in the cab, well, if I had a beard, I might go for a Frank Zappa-style Imperial or a Craig David creatively shaved lime beard. Craig David's beard's weird. I think it's just drawn on with crayons. I'm not sure. If you are you a lady, would you grow a beard? If, if you had to grow a beard, what kind of beard would you go for? What beards on men do you admire? Is there someone, a gentleman you've seen, you thought, do you know what? What what he's got on my face would look pretty darn good on me. I'll have some of that. <laughs> Sue's in the Bracknell. Hello, Sue. Hello, Ian. 
Hello. Hello, Sue. How are you doing? I just, oh, fine, thank you. I was just actually on another kind of another note. I was just thinking you should probably shoot all the women in um, in well, those buggies with beards. That might. Yes. Help. Well, can I just say I do not in any way condone or endorse the shooting of women. <laughs> can I just say that, just in case anyone's listening <laughs> and getting the wrong end of the stick? We, we get a lot of complaints, Sue. I can't put out oh, a, a call to arms against women in buggies, <laughs> but the buggies we can get rid of. Okay, but also the beards, though. Bearded women like that. Yeah. But I, have to, I really love um, the kind of Bin Laden type of beard. Oh, the thing is, it's a, cra- uh, it's a cracking beard. Has Bin Laden done to that style of beard what Hitler did to his style of moustache? Hitler's moustache, it's a striking, it's an Oliver Hardy moustache. But no one can wear that anymore because of Hitler. Is it yeah, the same with, with Bin yeah. Laden? That's very true. But I just think it looks quite nice. I'd like to be able to twiddle with it. Mm. Because I've never had long hair, and I just think twiddling with a beard's quite nice. How long so do you... Could also, if you, could, you could also do it like Binny Connolly, and you could kind of paint it weird colours. Oh, I don't like that. No, that's silly. No, I, I think that's disrespectful to beards. Oh, do you? I wonder how long it, it took Bin Laden has been growing that beard for. Because I've grown beards before, and it, you know, I, I've grown... I, I don't think they ever get it cut, do they? I, well, I guess I get what terrorists. No, I guess I guess they don't. They're too. I don't think they have scissors in caves and mountains. No, I, they probably don't. I'm no. not sure. So you'd go no. for a Bin Laden, would you? I probably would go for a Bin Laden. Yeah. So do, yeah. do, do you? But do you often think about this? I, surely I'm convinced. I've never thought about it in my life until I was just listening to it now. Because men, all men, wonder what it's like at some point in their life to have a baby. They wonder what it's like to pass a baby from between their legs. <laughs> and this is the growing a beard is the same thing. Well, not painful. You say that, Sue. Do you, have you ever grown yeah. a beard? I've never grown you, a beard. No, you wouldn't know. Babies. Yeah, well, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I bet shaving is more painful than having a baby. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, oh. Hang on, hang on. Oh. You do, it depends if you get ingrown hairs. Yeah, exactly. If you get an ingrowing yeah, hair on your neck painful. or on your chin or on your face, that's going to hurt you. Yeah, if I'm you sure. If you have to sh- I don't have to shave every day now, but I've done jobs where I've had to shave every day. And it's, you know, there's, there's not enough stubble to really shave, but you have to get rid of it. That's, it's really sore, Sue. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I more, know. More, <laughs> but it's sore on the face than it is on the leg. <laughs> So I yes I stay by this. Mine, her husband used to have them ingrowing in his back, and he, he had boils. Oh God! So that was really painful. So, so you'd agree with me then that growing yeah. a beard is more painful than having I a baby? Now my my number's up. I'm waiting outside QuickFit. Your number? Yeah, so I'm ready, but they've got to move my car onto the ramp. I'm waiting outside QuickFit. What's I'm what's happening? Me. What's happening to your car? Uh, I'm just having two back tyres done. Oh, that that well. Leg, you well, know uh, what they're like. Yes, it cost a fortune, but good yeah. l- good luck. So thank you very much. <laughs> bye bye. I, I put this out as a fact. Growing a beard and shaving is more painful than having a baby. Dispute that with me, I, I will beat you down like a wet kipper. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Sam's in the rice tip. Hello, Sam. Hello there. Hey, Sam. How's it going? It's fine. Um, I was just going to say that if I was a woman, yeah, um, then I would definitely grow a beard. Of course you would, because you know it would. And if you were a man, you'd grow a beard as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Excellent. No. Wouldn't That's you? Strange. No. So you wouldn't grow a beard if you grew up to be a man, but if no. you did become a woman, you'd grow a beard. Yeah, of course. Makes and sense also, to me. Also, um, terrorists do shave because I'm a terrorist and I shave. There we go. You see. Now that warning was correct, Helen. The warning on his name was correct. We should. I take back what I said about warnings. We should heed them every single time. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear, bless him. Oh, he's only young. He's only young. Eddie's in the Boreham Wood. Eddie. Hi, Ian. Eddie, now, I'm, I, I've been kind of prepped as to what you might have for us. C- can you tell me where you are and what you're about to do? Right, I'm outside my house at the moment. I'm in the middle of the road and I'm on a scooter. Oh, I love... Is this one of those buggies, is it? Yeah, well, it's a scooter. What's, what do you mean it's a scooter? 
Well, they call them. I mean, it's a it's a scooter for disabled. Oh, so, so it's, it's a, they call it scooters, not buggies. They call them scooters, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to carry on calling it a buggy if you don't mind. Now, you say you're in the middle of the road. You're in the middle of the road. It's it's not a main road, is it? You're in the middle of. Oh, I'm in a cul-de-sac. Oh man, I love you. I love on you. On a hill. Oh, going up or down? Well, I'm facing downwards. Oh, this is going to end in tears. Can I just say, Eddie, if anything happens, this is not our fault or responsibility. You know that, don't you? Shall I put the seatbelt on? Yeah, I think maybe you ought to. Yeah. Eddie, may I ask how old you are? Uh, yeah, I'm 56. So is is this your buggy? This is your buggy? It doesn't belong to anyone else? Disabled. And you you use this regularly? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you agree we should ban them? No. Get an electric wheelchair. What you can't do with an electric wheelchair is go up pavements. Um, yeah, uh, he's, he's, what, what Eddie's I, done there is I he's... go on rough terrain. You, you, the trouble is a wheelchair will not go on uneven surfaces. Why would you want to go on rough terrain? You're not going to go hiking, are you? Well, no, I mean, you look at the pavements that the local authorities maintain now. You know what the roads are like. Mm. Uh, the pavements are just as bad. And if the pavement goes up and down, the wheels just don't grip. I mean, you, you've, got, you've got like a, a bicycle. What you've done there, Eddie, is you've come up with a very, very good point. Of course. Which, which nobody else has done so far today. And also, a wheelchair costs a hell of a lot more than a buggy. Yeah, that's true. They're about three grand, the wheelchairs, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, Eddie, listen. What I want you to do is, because what you're doing is potentially dangerous, <laughs> I want you to record, I want you to say something for me. I want you to say, my name is Eddie, I'm a professional buggy driver, don't try this at home. <laughs> my name is Eddie, I'm a professional buggy driver, don't try this at home. Thank you, uh, sir. And, and the scooters, the, well, the buggies, they have three classes. Yeah. Um, and the one I've got is the fastest, which is eight miles an hour. Oh, mate, come But I've seen the- my mum's goes faster than eight miles an hour, I'm sure of it. Well, going downhill it does. Oh, mate, okay, listen, so you, <laughs> are you gonna hold the phone while you're doing it? I've got, a uh, earpiece, uh, Oh, mate, know, uh, I- I'm really excited. I pray to God there's not a crashing noise at the end of this. Eddie? Do you want, do you want me to go at full speed? <laughs> if you're co- if- if you're confident with it, I would love you to. Okay. But I'm not bu- I'm not in any way bullying you into doing this. No, I know. Eddie? Away you go, sir. Okay. Talk me through it. Describe what's happening. We're off. Right, we're off. Uh, we're just going past a couple of houses. Um, it's got a control on it to wind it up. It's, uh, got a switch for high and low. And I'm coming near to the end of the cul-de-sac bit, so I'm going to do a U-turn and go up the hill. How fast would you say you're going, Eddie? Uh, I don't know. Excellent. Quite fast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's surprising. It's... Are you getting an adrenaline rush? Oh, yeah, definitely, especially talking to you. Supposing there were... And carry on going up the hill, Eddie. Supposing there were races in these buggies, would you be up for it? Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Of course. I can hear the engine struggling a bit there. Yeah, well, it's going up a hill. They don't like hills, do they? Uh, no. Do you ever... Have you got any uh, young people in your family? Uh, yes, but not not at home. Oh, okay. so they they don't... You don't get, like, nieces and nephews coming around going, Uncle Eddie, can we ever go in your buggy? No. Because I must admit, when I'm at my mum's house, I do use it sometimes. You do? Yeah, I oh, do. Your long legs? Yeah, I know, I, I kind of look a little bit silly cramped up on it, but I do have a go on it. Right. They are quite good. It's like a boy's, it's kind of like the ultimate boy's toy, isn't it, really? It is, it is a bit, but you'd be surprised how useful it is. Yeah. Oh, no, hey, listen, man, I know totally. Eddie, listen, mate, thank you, and you're back home safely now, are you, sir? Well, yeah, I'm back, I'm back home. Bless you. Thank you very, very much for that, Eddie. God bless you for that. Can we get anybody in a buggy going faster than eight miles an hour? Because I'm sure my mum's goes... My mum's does about 15 miles an hour. Have you got a buggy? Can you go faster than Eddie's? Can you do it? Can you do a stump with one? When? Don't let me down. All right. Helen behind the glass is here to impress... Uh, oh, OK. OK. It's being told off the... T- the which, told which caller to go to first because of homework. Helen, I've got to go to you first, have I? 
Yeah. You waited 10 minutes and 13 seconds, exactly the same amount of time you waited before you went on Clive Ball show last night. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> don't cry. Are you crying? No, I don't. Oh. You're, you're what? What's wrong? Stop the- Greg, Gary, stop the music, stop the music, something's going on. What's wrong? Nothing, I'm recollecting what happened on my name. Oh! G- play, play the music, play the music there, play the music. Sorry, don't, I didn't know you are recollecting. We, oh, the music's gone, don't worry, there we go. I didn't know you re- Well, Helen, can I- have you- you want to do your homework, have you? Yeah. Can I- I've got- the thing is, though, I've got to set up, what they call setting up, I've got to, you know, put the topics out again and put out a plea for my pathetic correspondence to call in and all that. So, can you wait another 30 seconds? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You- well, I, there's something wrong with you, Helen, what's going on? You, you're just recollecting, are you? Yeah. Okay, you- 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 you're really your recollection. Funny. Sorry? It's really funny, that's all. Oh, uh, is that- would- s- recollecting? I'm gonna put these stuff out. If you wanna chip into this bit, feel free to. Okay. Okay. Correspondence. Give me a call. We need one more call. Sorry? <laughs> yeah. No, what- what I- what I- sorry, what I meant, Helen, was when I said chip in, I meant with relevant stuff, not just- <laughs> not just some dated Ali G reference to digging up in- you know, you know, it's good, but just- okay. Uh, we need one more correspondent to give us a call for the 538 correspondent update, 5, uh, 0870 Thank you. Uh, also, uh, should we get rid of buggies? The phone number is... 0870 Oh, uh, you a lady. Have you ever thought about growing a beard like Lady Alec? I'm not, I'm like, no. Th- this fourth wall. Th- I'm talking to the listener, Helen. Oh. I'll talk to you in a minute. I've not started the phone call with you yet. Fine, then. And oh. have you ever been to a steam fair? I'm talking to you, Helen. Uh, no. You haven't been to a steam fair, because we, we had STEM it phone in. Well, what, how, well, where's the fun in looking at steam? So you get steam in a kettle, you get steam in an iron. Why would you want to go to a fair of irons? <laughs> I don't want a fair of irons. Bless you. I, I like to go on, you know those little trackers which ran on steam ages ago? Why would you want to go on those, you weirdo? <laughs> they're like massive buggies. But they're like, they do like minus one mile a ma- an hour. I know. That's too slow. So? So? Oh, but buggies are well cool. I think they should... You should keep them. We've started Helen's phone call. We've started Helen's phone call. We're, we're there now. Okay, go on. Yeah. I think you should keep buggies, but forbid old people from using them. Oh, no, hang on. No, you could be onto something here, my friend. <laughs> you, no, you, earlier on, you, you were recollecting, to, in your own head, what happened on your grandma's buggy. Could you recollect it verbally now? Yeah. Right. My nan's still asleep, and my mom and dad have gone round to the park. Yeah. To the park? Yeah, it's a park near my nan's to, home. To the pub they'd gone to, hadn't they? The park. They hadn't gone to a- why would they go- why would a grown-up couple go to a park? Because I had a little sister, my little sister with them. Oh, I see, you didn't say that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> and, um- I'm getting a frog in my throat. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> okay. And, um, what happened is that- Yeah. She has it on her front drive, and it's yeah. like white and with red streaks, like a racing car. Yeah. And- the keys were in the ignition. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on, please. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> so I went for a drive and it reached 15 to 16 miles an hour. How, how do you know that? Because it has a little mileometer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because someone, someone fool was phoning up saying they could only go eight miles an hour. Well, this one's a, like one of these new models my nan, my mum and dad got for a Christmas present. All right. Okay. Because Helen, I'm going to ask you a question. I want an honest answer. Yeah. Are you making this up? No. 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 Are you making this up? Ow! You are making this up, aren't you? No. Are you? Ow. Are you? I just poked my eye. 
You're the weirdest person I've ever spoken to! <laughs> you punched your eye because it's, you know that you're making this up. No! You are, aren't you? No, I'm not. Are you? No. Are you making this up? No, I'm not. Uh, are you? This is really hurting me. What, me questioning you or the eye? The eye. Well, that's your fault. You shouldn't have punched yourself in the eye, you silly sausage. <laughs> so you're on the buggy. Yeah, and I went up and down the road and I didn't realise my mum How dad. did you punch yourself in the eye? I didn't punch myself. I've got, like, these little coat pegs. This coat peg hanging on my wall. So you, sp- you spiked your eye? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. I want an honest answer. Yeah. Did you make that up? No. Did you make that up? No. Have you really spiked your eye? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Are you making it up? No. Okay, so you're on a buggy. Yeah. What happened? And I sped up and down the road, like, yeah. up and down the road, and I was just trying, I was trying to, couldn't work out how to reverse into the drive when my mum and dad came up. Right. They gave me a big carry Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I said, whatever, it's not my nan's buggy, it's mine now. Right. Well, thank you for making that story up, Helen. I did not! Thank you very much. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. That was a made-up story. Uh, Nerea's in the Watford. Hello, Nerea. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm fine. I need to cough. Excuse me. <clears throat> my 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 throat's. I'm, I hope I'm not getting what Clive Bull had the other week. My throat's going a little bit uh, dicky dandy. So I don't know what that means, but it's, <laughs> that's the way it's going. Anyway, now Nerea. Yes. Hello. Hello. Now, have you ever been to a steam fair? No. Do you even know what a steam fair is? No. Yeah, I'm not sure I know what a steam fair is, to be honest. It's just steam engines and, and locomotives and steam rollers, it seems, I think is what it is. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, that's not what you've called in for, is it? No. What have you got for me? Um, I would like to have a beard, but I would like to have a moustache. You'd like to have a moustache, would you? Yes. What, what, is there anybody you've seen with a moustache that you quite like? Yes. Who? Um... Um, my, um, my uncle. Your uncle's gonna, what's your uncle's name, please? Pardon? What's your uncle's name? Denny. De- Denny? Benny. Danny. Benny. Benny. Denny. Benny. 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 Yes. Benny with a B. Yes. Is, okay. <laughs> so your uncle, I, I like the name Benny, but Benny from, do you, you don't remember Crossroads, do you? No. There, there used to be a character and they're called Benny. Well, my uncle comes from Spain. Ah, so maybe, is Benny short for Benito? Think so. Might be. We don't know. He's got a so the Spanish now the Spanish do moustaches very very well, don't they? Yes. They do. Ve- so uh, your uncle comes from Spain. Does your mum or your dad come from Spain? My mum. Your mum. So your mum's Spanish. Yes. Does your dad have a Does your dad have a moustache? No. He's got. He's not got a beard. Uh, well, he's got a bit of stubble. A little bit of stubble, but that's just because he's too lazy to shave, isn't it? Yes. Silly so-and-so. <laughs> are there any celebrity women you think would look good with beards or moustaches? Yes. Who? Um, oh, Kylie Minogue. Ah, oh, no, no, this is interesting. What, what do you think she'd look good with? Um, one of those, uh, ones that go all the way around the mouth. The goatee beards? Yeah. Yeah, she would... I think she'd look good with, like, uh, like, a, a really pencil-thin moustache. Just like, just like a, 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 sort of like, again, this will mean nothing to you. I, I'm thinking of like a Spiv moustache, but I don't know how you put that into, yeah, but Bugsy Malone kind of moustache. Yeah. <laughs> again, I'm an old man talking a foreign language, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nerea, thank you very much for your call. Have a lovely evening. <clears throat> there are points, sometimes you're in the middle of a sentence and you think, this person hasn't got a clue what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm 22 years older than them. What, what, what point of reference have we got? Oh, dear. 870 Don't forget, by the way, we are getting rid of the buggies. 
We're getting rid of the buggies that the old people drive. They serve no purpose. Apart, you know, old people, oh, we need it for our independence. No, you don't need those. You need manners. You need the internet. You don't need a buggy. Uh, we're looking for someone. We had, um... Uh, someone riding a buggy before the news at uh, half past. Uh, he got up to eight miles an hour, going downhill. Very impressive. If there's someone who thinks they can go faster, what would be great? Excuse me, hiccuping away. I said um, a lovely piece of caramel shortbread chocolate thing from Marx's. Oh, c- can we get someone to do a stunt on a buggy? Can someone do like a like a tiny ramp, not a big ramp, but like a t- can someone do an evil can evil Eddie Kid jump challenge type affair? We're good if we could. Oh, wait, seven, oh, nine, oh, nine, oh, nine, seven, three. We're also discussing the possibility of women with beards. Uh, surprisingly, we have had no men call in saying, yes, Ian, I would like to see a woman with a beard. I would find that sexually attractive. Are you a man with a would, would that give you a kick, seeing a woman with a beard? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three, and I genuinely thought that most women would have at some point in their life, I've considered what it would be like to have a baby. You think about it, you wonder, you wondered. Obviously I've got no possible connect, no reasoning or way of thinking what that would be like, imagining what that would be like. But most women must look at men and go, hmm, beard. I I wonder what that's like to grow one of those things and have to trim it and look after it. If you have, uh, give us a call, 08709090973. And if you had to grow a beard, uh, what kind of beard would it be? And uh, we're mentioning steam fairs as well. Hopefully someone who's been to a steam fair may call in and say, Ian, I think these old so-and-sos... I don't think you can say bugger, so I won't. I'll say so-and-sos. Probably can't, actually, judging the look I just got there. ...are modifying their buggies. I bet they have a rocket engine they switch to when the police aren't looking. It should explain their varying speeds from model to model. Uh, Ian, I've seen the OIPs in their buggies having races in the car park at Tesco in the Feltham. And incidentally, my dog, Asetta, who is very placid, has bitten the back tyre of one of them as it went past. He really hates them, said Fred from the Feltham. I think most people do. No one has come forward with a decent argument for saving old people's buggies. Together, we will break... Someone sent in a picture of Serbini. Oh, no, it's, it's gone, I think. Oh, no, here it is. Oh, no, that's not it. That's a picture of a turkey. Uh, I don't know, sorry, it's, it's almost, almost irrelevant. Uh, 08709090973, you know all of that nonsense. Anita has been waiting for ages. Sorry, Anita, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, Ian. Um, usually enjoy your show, but today you've upset me just a little bit. Whoa, 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 what, do, what this, uh, this talk of buggies, is it? I'm no, sorry about that. I'm, steam I'm fair. sorry, what? Your steam fairs, rubbish, are they, you say? I've been up... Uh, you've never been to a steam fair, have you? Have you emailed me? Yes, I have. This is, this is, this, I've got an, 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 an email from Ananita. Yes. Carter I've Steam... I've emailed you twice. I actually emailed you the Carter Steam Fair website. I didn't bother following it. Well. Steam Fair is great. It's and the, the best, I'm reading your email. Shush. The best place to take your kids. It's a real day out with no rip-offs. Most rides are one pound. The prize stools are just a pound. Yep. A go. And it's a prize every time. Don't yep. knock it in if you ain't tried it. That's it. Then you send another one saying, check them out, please. Yes, check out the website. It's, mm. it's a really great fair. But, 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 Anita, is your last name Carter? No. Okay, I'm just checking. I did to... work, work there. Ah! Uh, uh, on the baller. Uh, and it's a great day out. On the what? On the baller? On the baller. A yeah. baller? Prize every time. A baller? Yes. Well, you roll the balls and you have to make all four balls add up to any one of the, nu- the magic numbers at the bottom. But I bet the prize is rubbish, though. Uh, the same prize you'll get at any other fair for about £2.50, and the pri- prize is the same. Bubbles or bouncy balls. 
things the kids like, you know, the swords, yeah. the big massive balloons, so- the, the hammer, and, and it's for a pound a go, which is but, really good. But the thing is, okay, so you've got those those games there that we all, you know, some people like, some people realise they're a rip-off and don't play them, but they've got, well, what's the what's the steam element of it, Anita? I'm not exactly 100% sure myself. I know look, there are a few but, few <laughs> things there that are run by steam. Um, well, that'll be the, the steam yacht. element then, won't it? The yacht. So go on the, go on the website, Ian, and have a look. It is a brilliant oh, fair, and it's well worth visiting when they're in town. It's the only... I wouldn't bother with it. They're always in town! There's no, always a post... There's, there's always a poster up saying, Carter's Steam Fair, Carter's <laughs> Steam Fair, Carter's Steam Fair. Well, let's... Let Carter's Steam Fair. Well, maybe you should go and check them out, then. Oh, look, OK, let's have a look. Carter's Steam Fair became celebrated as virtually the last fun fair to feature yep. a splendid selection of the old-style... I'm bored already. What's a okay? What's um, what's a galloper? Uh, uh, a galloper. It's a, a merry-go-round. Yes, you can't call it. Oh, you can't make it all fancy by calling it. You've got the man standing there throwing the coal in there. It's great. G- a galloper. <laughs> who's who's that? My partner Tony. Dump him. He sounds like a loser. <laughs> now, uh, arcade. <laughs> uh, you, you've got, oh, but the arcade machines are the rubbish old ones. <laughs> Sorry. The, the arcade machines are penny arcades. Yes. That's where I'm going to go, because Se- Segaland is better than Carter's. Well, you know, listen, when you've got kids, you're, you're taking children to a fair. If you've got two or three children... I'll take them to Segaland. Well, for you, and you'll spend about £100. My children are worth it. I love them. Well, that'd be great, but for a nice summer day out... I'll take them to Segaland. Well, not all, everyone can afford that, Ian. Well, then, then they don't love their children. Well, I'm afraid not everyone's as highly paid as you. Well, then they don't love their... Ju- but it just... Uh, uh, listen, I'm, not, I'm, I'm being a little bit tongue-in-cheek, Anita. Don't take offence. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. You are a little it bit. It is a lovely, lovely fair. It lovely. looks a little bit boring and old-fashioned. Though. Kids yeah. these days, young people these days, they don't want to go on, on well, a merry-go-round. They're quite busy. They're quite... They're, it's a good fair. It's brilliant. But it's, yeah, but it's all the dads on the rides, and the kids going, I want to go home. No, yeah, Dad, not. I want to go home. You said, that, you said it was a fair. This ain't a fair. This is rubbish. It's like the old days. It's like Victorian times. The Victorian times are well bad, man. <laughs> Stop it. No. Is that Tony? Yes. It's Tony! Put it put Tony on the phone. We'll He's downstairs now. <laughs> well get go get him back up. Tony! <laughs> He's downstairs. No, I don't care, Anita. Get him on the phone. I'm not I'm not having, I'm not being shouted at by a drunk. Get him on the phone. <laughs> Come on. I want to speak to Tony. Hold on. Tony! You're wanted! Tony's bottle's going. Tony's to Tony's bottle's going. <laughs> he ain't up for it. He can't handle it. Oh, he's all mouth. Tony's all mouth. Oh, he's on the phone. Hello, Tony. <laughs> Hello, you. Hello, mate. How you doing? You're not too bad. Can I make a suggestion, Tony? Get rid of Anita. <laughs> yeah. I think she's. A, I think she's a drunk. Oh, you think she's a? I thought you. I thought you said I was a. Drunk. I would never say that about you, sir. Oh. No, no, no. I think she's. I can smell the gin on her breath from here. No, she's only had one sip of buddy. No, it was okay. Well, listen, have you been to one of these steam, fa- steam fairs, Tony? Um, yes, I have. Boring, aren't they? Oh, uh, it's, it's okay, I suppose, ain't I? I mean, I've, I've only been the one. Yeah, but it's... Some kids really do appreciate it. Not all, but some do. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're boring, nerdy kids, aren't they, with glasses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think your, gr- um, your show's great and all that. You've seen me on the internet. Tony, it's a pleasure to speak to you, mate. Yeah? See, yeah. All right. See you later. Um, can, I, can I just big up? All the Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> no, you cannot big up all of the Tottenham Hotspur. No, cut him off. I will have. First of all, I'm, not, I'm still not sure what, what bigging up is, so we will have no bigging up on the show, and we'll not be bigging up a football team. Football, as we know, is a load of old cack. Um, dearie me. I'm, I'm, I'm voices. I'm a little bit worried. I'm getting a. 
by the way, if you just tuned in, uh, Helen behind the glass is producing the show today and doing an excellent job, may I say. Uh, Agent Chris, <laughs> big proper row yesterday after the show. We had, like, what I thought was a bit of a light-hearted argument on the air. Got a little bit nasty after the show yesterday. Uh, all about a county. We rowed about a county. So he's not here today, but I've, I've got to say, I think things are going a lot smoother without him. Uh, we're getting rid of buggies, we're talking about bearded ladies. Uh, I tell you what, after five, I want to know if you've got any badges that you actually wear. If you could learn the secrets of stock market millionaires, would you listen very carefully? Hi, I'm Darren Winters. I've taught over 12,000 people my strategies to generate immediate monthly cash flow and incredible long-term wealth from investing in the stock market. Whether complete beginner or expert, I'd like to show you how I believe you could maximise your returns, whether the stock market goes up, down, or sideways. Right, this is embarrassing. We, we, we have a, a guest presenter, you know, possibly permanent, we don't know, a, a producer, sorry, possibly permanent, we don't know, Annabelle the glass. We've only got one correspondent has called in. Only one has called in, and it's one who, it's one of my favourites, but she calls in regularly. We can guarantee she'll call in at least every other day. If you're a correspondent now, particularly if we haven't spoken to you before, but if you are a correspondent, pick up your phone, dial 0870-9090-973, and book your place for the 538 Daily Correspondent Update, daily. Otherwise, I shall be firing more people next week. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. If we don't get the calls coming through, I will make... Two people got fired last week. Three people will get fired next week unless we get some calls now. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Tony's in the Hemel Hempstead. Hello, Tony. Hello. Um, I'd love to talk about diagnosis murder, please. Okay, where you go, my friend? Um, basically, if you want to watch diagnosis murder, it's on Hallmark. One nine oh. Sorry, Phil Collins just popped in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on that. Tony, you've been sending me some emails, haven't you? No. Yeah, you have. Who? You've been sending me some emails. I, I, I fear I may have deleted them out of boredom, but basically asking me to lift the ban on you. On who? I'm not banned. Yeah, you are banned, aren't you? I'm Tony. What's your name? Tony. It's Ben in the Hemel Hempstead, it's isn't it? He's still there. Hello? Oh, you're there! It's Tony! Ben? Yeah? You're banned. No. He answered the answer to his name! Stupid sausage! He answered to his name! Ah, oh, dear, dear, dearie me. 0870 is the telephone number. We're taking your calls now. We're getting, uh, buggies banned. I want someone to have a go on a buggy. I want to hear a buggy revving up. Buggies have got a horn as well. It's not a very good horn. It's, a, it's quite a disappointing. I want to hear it. I've got, I want someone on a buggy. I want a young person on a buggy. We've had an older person on a buggy. I want a younger person on a buggy if we can. Uh, and we'll do Andy after the news if that's all right. Sorry, Andy, you've been waiting. Uh, we've well, been waiting thirteen minutes. That's that's not as bad as some people. Some people have been waiting twenty-five years to get on this show, and they still haven't managed it. Uh, as well, are you a lady with a beard? Uh, and when listen. Does it, do people still wear badges? Or do you wear badges? Because I'm. I don't wear them. I used to wear them when I was younger. And I got, a, I got, I bought a T-shirt the other day in a shop. A cardboard robot. I, d I think it's some Japanese thing. I'm not sure. But there's a nice little badge that comes. It's only tiny, really tiny badge. And I want to wear it on my jacket. I think I'm too old. 
I think I'm too old. Once you're past 26, you're too old to wear a badge, aren't you? Because then you look a little bit wacky. Does, does anyone, do you wear badges? 0870 Do you wear them as a grown-up? Or are you a young person that wears them? Is it not very cool to wear them as a young person? Give me a call, let me know. 870 And we need one more correspondent. Otherwise, I'm going to start taking people off the list. Hello, you. Oh, I thought I'd delete an email. And there it is. We're talking about badges. Does anyone still wear badges anymore? They were big in the sort of 70s and 80s when everything was a little bit wacky. But, you know, since recent events, everything's kind of slowed down a bit. Uh, Lisa, says Ian, I wear both my Barbie Friends Club badge and my Butlin's Beaver Club badge. As far as I'm aware, there are no age limits and neither organisations have remo- revoked my membership. I was uh, in the Butlin's Beaver Club. Not quite what it sounds like it's going to be, to be honest. A little bit disappointing. Uh, do you wear badges? Does anyone still wear badges? I'm 32. 33 this year. Man! I'm too old to wear a badge, aren't I? I'm, I surely I'm a little bit too old now. I saw a chap uh, in London uh, about a month ago, two months ago, uh, with his ja- a jacket uh, entirely made of badges. A jacket of badges, one could call it. Apart from the sleeves, everything else was... Co- if he'd been shot, he would, would not have died, because the, the, the bullet would have bounced off his jacket. He did get very upset when I said, oh, that's the second best jacket of badges I've seen today. But uh, it, was, it was a little bit weird. Without being rude to the fellow, he was a little bit subnormal. And I think that's what badges are. I think badges are worn by people who uh, have got something that they, 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 they can't communicate properly. He said, stammering that sentence out. There's, there's something not quite right. There's something missing from their lives. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why they wear, wear ja- uh, badges. 0870 Do you wear badges? Can, can we get an age range as well of, of when it's good to stop wearing them? Uh, by the way, we do have two correspondents now, but um, did I just have to spend the last two hours begging you to phone up, you losers? At least three of you are going to go next week. Uh, uh, potentially four. Because I'm not happy with having... We gave out these uh, prominent positions in the correspondent list, December the 27th. We thought the most hardcore, loyal listeners would be calling in. Turns out it's a bunch of losers. I, w- I-, I-, I want better from you. I want better from you for the, next, the rest of this week. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to get the sack. Andy's at home. Andy, I'm so sorry I've kept you waiting for what seems like a million years. Longer than that. Oh, two million years. Yes, about right. I, well, I, I apologise. Uh, you're you're I, welcome. I, How are you doing? I, yeah, I'm all right, my friend. What can I do for you? Good. Um, right, these buggies. Yeah. All right, a couple of years ago, I was uh, walking along the seafront down in Exmouth. Yeah. And um, as we were walking along, this old boy, he's on one of these things. Uh, I don't know how fast he was going, but he was, he was going quite fast. And he flew straight past me and the kids... And he's done a right, straight into the pub, and they've got the old swing doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he banged straight into them doors. The doors flew open, he's gone straight up to the bar, and he's literally pulled a skid and let, <laughs> gone straight up to the side of that bar, and his pint was waiting for him. It was 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. So they're, they're, what you're saying, Andy, from your experience, all buggy drivers are boozy, old, lazy so-and-sos. Yeah, yeah. Um, just don't you think that's great? Uh, well, oh, so when I'm older, I, I want to do exactly the same thing. So you can't ban them. No, I think, though, I think younger people should have the buggies and the older people should just stay at home. No, no, yeah, yeah. Now, how old are you, Andy? Well, you're going to be mid-30, about 33, 34, are you? Yeah. How old are you? About 30. Uh, Really? For a second, I thought you may be a bit old. So, uh, I'm I'm 32. Wouldn't it be great to to phone up, say, Andy, come on, I'll tell you what, I'll meet you down the pub, I'll see you in half now, and we've got the buggies down there. I'll tell you, you couldn't think of a better life, could you? No, it's, 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 that's what I dream of. It's never going to happen, though. 
No way, you, you never know, do you? <clears throat> Andy, can I ask, would you find a lady with a beard sexy? Oh, you know, you, you never know. That's <laughs> the truth, definitely. <laughs> There you go. You never know. That's the beauty of it. Uh, Andy, thank you very much for that. Oh, it's 70 uh, You do never know, do you? Who, who knows what mysterious things arouse us uh, and stir passions? I know some of the things that, that uh, arouse me. Uh, H is in the Hendon. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Just um, what you were talking about yesterday, I tried to get on just before you went off air, but you were asking the difference between a Swede and a turnip. I believe I was asking this yesterday. Yes, and I thought I'd just clear it up for you. Please do. <laughs> Aren't I a good guy? No, you're a brilliant guy. I'd, I'd forgotten I'd mentioned this, and it was genu- yeah, yeah. I was genuinely concerned yesterday. So, yes, please, a Swedes and turnips. Right. Well, a Swede is from Sweden, and a turnip is from Norfolk. H, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. Bye-bye. Did he wait? Hang on a minute. He's waited 23 hours to make that phone call. <laughs> You've got to think, haven't you? Because his phone call was so short, that's left me with a, a little bit of time to fill, so I think I'm just going to play... Uh, or let's play a bit of a, let's play a song, shall we? And that's bridged the gap to Diana from the Watford very well. Hello, Diana. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm fine, fine. I like it when women call me darling. Oh. I call a lot of people darling. I like it. I think it's good. I don't, I don't mean it in a sexual way. I like it. I think it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, name. Yeah, and sweetheart. 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 Do you like being called love? Uh, no. Oh, because I, I started calling a lot of people love. No, love, but, love, no, it's not endearing, really. Well, I think it's a, the thing is, I, don't, I do it not out of, um, you know, a kind of vaguely sexist attitude. It's because I'm not very good with names. So if I say something like that, it's easier than, than remembering a name for me. I think love, it, it sounds quite nice coming from me. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not. Let me try it, let me try it. Hang on. You right, love? Yeah. Oh. No, no, it's, it's not working. But when I say darling, it sounds a little bit... Hello, darling. Yeah, that's so, nice, sir. It sounds a bit forced, though, I think. No, I think it's nice. Okay. Anyway, I've just got to tell you, I've just had a near-death experience with one of those old fat ladies... Yeah. ...on a buggy. Bring it on, come on, tell me the story. I t- literally, literally just dropped off my daughter... Yeah. ...at her tap dancing club, with the radio on, of course. Of course! And this woman, crazy woman, just swerves out of the, from the road, she's just like in the road, Idiots. onto the pavement. Idiots. Not only did she do that, she's dragging some poor dog. Uh, show. Now, we've been asking you to send in your MP3s, uh, and this week it's Chris and the Hemel week. We've got two from, I don't know what we're playing from today, but I know they're going to be great uh, for after six o'clock. We've got an email from Richard in the London. Ian, I wonder if you can help. I need help for my MP3. I don't think you would do this, but I need all the callers to say kadang. Oh, dear. This would help complete my MP3 file. I wonder if you read this, or even read it out on the air, or maybe reply. Anything would be good, thanks for your time. So if you're calling in, you have to, uh, say kadang. Oh, look, now now the correspondents are pan- panicking as well. Look at this, Raptor X. Is this just a threat? Is the random sacking of correspondents will happen, and when will it happen, or could you just do a complete overhaul of correspondent list? Yes. 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 Uh, Sophie in the Beaconsfield. Uh, hello. Hey, Sophie, can you say g'dang for me? G'dang. Thank you. Uh, you, you, uh, you live near my mum. My mum lives in Farnham Common. Do I? Yeah. Excellent. There you go, you see. Maybe you should pop around for tea one night. I wouldn't. <laughs> she, she makes a lousy cup of tea, bless her. <laughs> anyway, Sophie, what can I do for you, please? Oh, well, I'm calling in about badges. Do you wear them? <clears throat> yes, I do. What kind of, how many have you got and what do you wear? I've got about eight or nine on my hat. 
Oh, yeah, now, see, yeah, I'd forgotten about badges on the hat. That can look kind of cool in, in a good sort of way, in a sort of kind of quirky sort of way. OK, the test yeah. is, uh, Sophie, what badges do you have? Well, I've got uh, one from Newmarket Racecourse. Yes. And I've got a dog charity one. Yes. And I've got, um... Sophie, are you Canadian? Uh, no. I just lived in America for nine years. Uh, oh, wow, man. That's, that's a cool kind of transatlantic, <laughs> but, but cooler than the transatlantic accent you've got there. Yeah, like it. yeah. That's, what that's why it's, I thought it was Canadian, because it wasn't quite American, but it's, there was an edge to it. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, so you got, have you got any badges from the States? Uh, yes, I have. I've got one from, um, the, you have this 4th of July parade. Yeah. I've got, uh... A little American flag. Now, the thing is, I'm, uh, you sound a lot younger than the 32 years old that I am at the moment. Am I too old to wear a badge, do you think? Definitely not. Oh, really? Yes. There's no age limit or anything? Nope. Badges are excellent. OK, so, because what it is, I, I look, I'm a little bit lazy in my look. I go for the T-shirt, the jeans, and then a suit jacket. Could I get away with a badge on my suit jacket, do you think? Sophie, I'm going to do that tomorrow. If I get laughed at at work tomorrow, you're in trouble. But if all the people say, Ian, you look cool, then I shall say, yes, Sophie told me to wear this badge. <laughs> OK. Sophie, thanks very much. Have a lovely evening in Beaconsfield. There's not much to do in Beaconsfield. There's a, good pu- there's a couple of good pubs there, but I believe Sophie may be a bit too young. Uh, Beck and Scott Model Village, of course, yes, of course. Uh, although that won't be open until March. It's closing down, I think. I don't care. Uh, Shakira's in the Bond Street. Hello, Shakira. Hi. How's it going? You all right? I'm all right. You <laughs> sound a little bit miserable. <laughs> My boss is telling me to tell you g'dang. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Yes, excellent. Uh, someone wants us all to say g'dang for some reason, so <laughs> we're doing it. Yes. Yes. I've got a story about them old people and oh. these buggies. I'd like to hear your story. I live in Hackney, yeah, yes. and there's these two ladies. They're not even old. I just think they're lazy. Yes. They have matching, like, there's this lady, she's got braids that have purple in it. Her buggy is purple. She has a purple boombox. The other lady's got a pink, I don't know, feather stuff on her buggy. She's got her little boombox. And they ride around. They walk. I've seen them actually walking. They ride around. And we have to listen to their stupid music. What music do they play on their boombox? Is it anything like this? <laughs> is, it, is it like that? No. Is it like this? <laughs> is it like that? No. Is it like this? Maybe one of them is a bit like that. Is one. it? Is it like this? <laughs> is it like any of those? A little bit, maybe. Is it like this? <laughs> Oh, controversial. <laughs> so they're playing their music from their boombox mm, and looking on stupid. High. On high. They're, no. They're... They have attitudes. You have to move out their way. Mm. They're not having it. They're Uh-oh. not happy. No. Beep, beep, move. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a nightmare in Hackney. It is. It is. And they go from, like, Dalston mm. to the Mayor Street. Yeah. And they're just riding on their thing. And if, you, if you're walking... It's like they'll run you over to go do past they, you. Do they? I beat two cyclists the other night because they were riding, uh, they weren't in single file, they were riding in uh, two abreast, so they took up the, too much space, so you couldn't overtake them, I beat them. Do they, <laughs> so, do they ride in single file, these women? No, it's like they? a gang, it's like a gang. Oh, they look dear. like two gang, like, and they're not old, they're at least like 40 or something oh, like that. Oh, man. And they walk, they get up in the shop, they leave it outside. Oh, that makes me so angry. 
Yeah, and then they walk in the shop, they're yeah. in there, getting their little lottery tickets, yeah, come back yeah, out, yeah. playing their music, yeah. don't care. No. Do, they, do they play music at the same time, then? Yes, it's like, they think oh. it's a car and it's not. Jeez. And they're so rude. And I hope they're listening to this, because they need to stop it. We don't want to hear their stupid music with their matching buggies. They need to get a life. Go home. Thank you, Shakira. Uh, Poppy's in the Islington. Hello, Poppy. Hello. Hey, hi, Poppy. How's it going? It's um, I'm fine. I couldn't say your name then. I said, hey, Hip Hoppy, and that's not <laughs> correct, is it? That's insane. It's Poppy. It's uh, Poppy. I called you Hip Hoppy. <laughs> that's, that's a nonsense. Imagine calling someone Hip Hoppy. That'd be a bit weird. It would be a little bit weird, wouldn't it? What can I do for you? Um, it's about the badge thing. Oh, yeah, do you wear badges? Yeah, I've, I've got, I'm a badge collector. Oh, ah, uh, uh, no. Mm, I used to be a badge collector when I was a bit younger, but I only got about 15 badges. <laughs> I've got about 15 as well. Oh, well, then that's not bad, that's not bad, though, but you've got a long way to go. What's your best badge? It's probably one that's set, it's got, like, a little crazy frog thing on it. Oh, not the crazy <laughs> frog, for goodness sake. It really sense. annoys me, but I have a badge. It doesn't sing the crazy frog, though, does it? It's just a badge of it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. The thing is, the, the two calls we've heard about badges have both been, uh, ladies. Uh, is it more of a ladies thing? No. So boy, really. boy, boys can be into badges as well, can they? Yeah. Okay. You don't sound convinced. Yeah, I know, but boys like Xbox games and PlayStation yes, and things, cause... so they're a bit too busy to even know what the world's like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that I know what the world's like? Yeah, I, I know, but... And I, and I play it. I, I play Xbox. I was playing Call of Duty 2 the other night. <laughs> it's a war game. Oh, but when, when you know, because you have a brother, and he has loads and loads and loads of games... Yeah. And he plays with his friend all the time. Yeah. Whenever they come round, it's like the first thing they do is just go running upstairs and playing Xbox. Poppy, now listen, you sound quite young. You sound like... Because a lot of uh, older women, people sort of my age, girls my age, they don't like the Xbox. But you sound young enough that you could maybe make yourself like it. It's okay. No, no, what's your... No, t try and make yourself like it. It's brilliant! I love Xbox! There we go, you see? Thank you, Poppy. Kay's in the elephant in the castle. Yes, Ian. Hey, Kay, what can I do for you? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, doing a radio show and stuff, you know. Yeah? Yeah. All right, all right. All yeah. right. <laughs> 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 oh, serious, serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. no, you see, you see what, yeah? <laughs> yeah, go on. You see, um... Yeah? Women and beards. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know Judy Finnegan? What? Judy. Yeah. Judy, man. Richard and Judy. You're not saying that Richard's a beard, are you? No, no, no. What are you saying? What I'm saying is, what, no, what I'm saying is, yeah. Oh, she'd no. look good, she'd look good with a beard. Yeah, but, 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 you know the one that, um, what? remember Heart Foundation? Jim Heart? the Anvil. Remember Jim? Who? Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, and, and Brett Hart. The Heart Foundation, man. Heart to Heart? No. What's the Heart Foundation? The Heart Foundation. Wrestling, man. Oh, I didn't, wa I didn't watch wrestling. It was rubbish. It's oh, come on, man. Come on. Okay, listen, stay there. We'll find out more about the Heart Foundation. <laughs> I've got no idea. Uh, after we had a little bit of this. Okay. We, we know what we're talking about. I, I should recap. That's the radio norm, but I can't be bothered because I'm trying to work out who the hell the Heart Foundation are. Mario? Okay? Yeah, man. Well, what the hell is going on? No, it's the WWF, isn't it? Um, the Tito Mancini... And, um, the... Bret Hart, Bret Hart. 
to be raised by the American WWF. Mario, you just said you didn't know who they were five no, minutes no, ago. No, it's in the game. When you play the WWF game, it's, it's written on there. It oh. On there. oh, so they're on the back of a computer game. Well, not really, but obviously it must be something yes. in order why... It's why. okay, you're talking, about the, you're talking about the Heart Foundation. Yeah, no, I was just saying that she should have a beard like, like the anvils. J- yeah, <laughs> she, she's always fidgeting. Oh, no. And oh, she can fidget on the beard because when Anvil used to talk, yeah, he always used to grab his beard and start, not, start holding it. You we're not what saying mean? anything rude here, are we? So Judy Finnegan should have a beard like the Anvils. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, the thing is, Ian, you don't know that particular the, the Anvils. The Anvils is a, it's a fighters. Yeah, you should, I know. I know where he's coming from. I'm going on the internet. I want to know what the Anvil. A N V. On WWF, you'll see it. Uh, uh, um, Jim, Jim the Anvil, man. They, they're a, a few brothers, isn't it? Jim the Anvil, yeah. Needheart. Here we go. Uh, okay. Jim the Anvil. Oh, yeah, it's like ZZ Top style Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'm there, I've got it. Look at, they look a bit funny in those, co- they, <laughs> I don't want to say they look gay, because they, but they look a little bit funny, don't they? Yeah, they look a bit, a little bit funny, yeah. yeah. They look a bit too close to each other. They, yes, they do. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, bless them, I'm I'd sure. I'd love to see. They're brothers, innit? They're brothers. Oh, they're brothers. They're not, yeah, they're not they're brothers. They're, yeah, they're brothers, man. That they're blonde bloke. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Well, the, yes, OK, I get the point. So, you Judy... Judy Marsh with a moustache. OK, your, your point is that... that <laughs> stop! Judy Marsh with a moustache with a nose like that as well, though, for real. Yeah, man. Oh, right. You know, Jimmy Hill moustache. Jimmy Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, yeah, 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 I remember that, dude. Judy Marsh with a Jimmy Hill moustache. That'd look hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. So, what are you up to anyway, Mario? Are you cool, yeah? Yeah, I just come up from Aldi, man. I'm just getting like, I just how we do, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the S, the S line one? Oh, yeah, S four. Yeah, the S one. You're boring me now. Yeah, yeah, the new one, the new, the new, the. You're boring me now. Right, Ian, turn it off. You're yeah. boring me now. Ian, turn it off. You're boring me now. You're boring me now. No. Anyway, what I was gonna say, yeah. You know they're talking about the um the old grannies in them in them cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian's taking liberties. Let me chat. Ian, don't take liberties, man. Anyway, you know them grannies, yeah? More time they're on the pavement on them on them carts, yeah? Yeah. Me and one of my brethren's over one day. So my brethren had to ask the woman, why are you doing that for? Can't you just take that Jeep in the road? Because she had the plastic over it, because it was way, it was a, like a rainy day, so she had the yeah, plastic. Yeah. She stick up her fingers at him, and I'm saying, <laughs> see that? Oh, people. Now that's oh, offensive. Oh. Now, do a little dump there, because it wasn't one of our callers, but someone in the background said a very rude word, uh, which, luckily, it's 5.38, get me out of here. Terrible. It's time for Terrible. the daily 538 ah. daily correspondent update. A good one. Brought to you every day. Bring it on. Daily. Every day. Clive has been in the band Network and composed the song I'm Not That Sentimental. He can be heard tonight from 8. Mick, the Tommy Boyd correspondent, says last Saturday Tommy's show was delayed by 80 minutes due to live radio coverage of a flipping basketball game. I'm Annabelle from the Woodford, I'm the Cards and Kids correspondent. Here is my update. Kids, if you haven't tried Fruit Flakes, a word of advice. Don't try them, they're rank. 
Raptor X, the iTunes LBC League update correspondent. Over 100 is everybody else at number 21 in the iTunes Podcast League. This show. I see a resident with a habit coming to join the cast of Neighbours. I see a face from the past coming back into Paul's life to cause like a hurricane. I see a cricket star putting a new spin on the programme. And I see a popular Brit band causing a riot on Ramsey Street. Oh dear. That was exciting, the first dump for ages. I've had a dump for ages. It's a shame, but it's good. It wasn't our fault. And it wasn't one of those calls. It wasn't K.L. Mario, which is good. It was someone in the background. I'm still doing the... I'm doing the LBC in... It's good. It's exciting. It excites me, because I get to hear it. Uh, you're talking about badges. We're talking about badges. When is it all right to, to wear badges? Um, when, when, when am, I, am I too old to wear badges now? Uh, James has emailed in. James in the Tellington. Ian, I made my own badges with I know James Trosh and gave them to people at my college. People seem to like them, and I keep seeing people walking around with them on. I have people say, you're James Trosh. Can I have a badge? Anyway, I don't wear badges, but people who know me do. James, do you know what? I wouldn't mind an I know James Trosh badge. So if you can send one in to me, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. By the way, don't forget, after six o'clock, we take your calls straight to air as we play Triple M. Uh, we've got two... Ben, uh, I keep saying Ben in the Hemel, and that's got to stop. Uh, in fact, Ben emailed in saying, when you talk about Chris in the Hemel, stop mentioning me, please. It's not deliberate. You've got two Chris in the Hemel MP3s that we've got to play, which are going to be cracking. Uh, oh, this is Anita. Uh, Anita keeps banging on about... Oh, dear. She made a joke about balls. Which means balls, but then she implies balls as well. She's, she's always going about the Carter's steam fair, which I'm sure is an excellent, excellent thing. It just looks really boring. Well, where, where's the fun in going to an old-fashioned fair? Oh, it's like it was in the Victorian days. Yeah, but the Victorian days, I don't remember, they were rubbish. Things are much better now. <clears throat> Dear me. Uh, Graham's in the Enfield. Hello, Graham. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Yeah. Good, good. Um, a couple of points about the old buggies. Bring it on. Um, I'm actually in support of them, but the first story may not sound like it. When oh. I was, uh, when I was about ten, I remember being in Lewisham Shopping Centre. Yes, I've heard of it. As you do, yeah, it's not a nice place. And, uh, and someone actually got run over by one of these buggies and broke their leg. How do they break, how do they break their leg with a buggy? Well, they fell over, and then the person in the buggy ran them over. Oh. Apparently by accident. And there was quite a lot of blood, and it was quite oh, a nasty... Uh, dear God. A nasty incident. So, so that, that was the first one. OK, so that's why we um, should get rid of buggies. Should. But the reason we should keep them... Uh, I work in Enfield. I live in Sidcup. I work in Enfield. Mm. Um, and we... Every time we go out to lunch, we walk around, there's loads and loads of these buggies. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys who seem to kind of pimp their buggies up. Pimp their buggies? Pimp oh, you mean... their buggies up. You, you don't rent them out for sexual purposes. They, 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 they dress them all bling-style, like, um... That man, though. Who's the man? Who's the, uh, the idiot? What's his name? Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood. He's That's that man. fool, yeah. That crazy, yeah, crazy fool. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they don't... Maybe I use the wrong term. They don't really bring it up, but they, they've got private number plates. Oh, God. Now, I don't know if I'm, I'm legally allowed to give out one of their private number plates. I'm sure it doesn't actually mean anything. One, one guy's called Ray One. Ray One? And, uh, well, yes. Well, no, no one's going to track down Ray One. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they just sort of doodle around Enfield all day. So it's uh, it's quite amusing, and, and they seem to have special cushions adapted for their 
to make sure their posture's correct. Well, those guys, if, you're gonna be, if you're going to go around terrorising the neighbourhood, then yes, you need to, uh, you know, to have a good cushion to support your buttocks. Exactly, exactly. Have you heard an American say the word buttocks? Because we say buttocks, don't we? Americans say buttocks. 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 Can we, can we get a... All right, here's, we've got two cha- some challenges. Graham, thank you very much for that. Challenges for the last 15 minutes of the show. I want an American to call up and say the word buttocks, because it's funny, they actually say buttocks. Oh, the first time I heard someone say it in a film, I thought they were taking the mick. But I've heard other Americans say buttocks. No, say buttocks. So I want an American to call up, 0870 I want someone to call up, uh, and I want to hear a, a buggy being revved up. They kind of rev up in a weird way. I think once you press that button, they go. So I want to hear that. And also, if you want to give us a call, it's the last 15 minutes of the show proper. 0870 is the phone number. More of your calls after a bit of this. The Afternoon Wilder Show. Yes, I've, I've, <laughs> you know, you, you work for ages on, on stuff and you throw it out and you get some response. Then you throw out, can we get an American to say buttocks for me? Uh, and the phones go mental. James is in the slough. Hello, James. Uh, hi, Ian. Hey, James, how's it going? Not bad, thank you. Now, you're not American, are you? No, I'm actually South African. <laughs> you, you, where's your South African accent? Where's your South African accent? Um, well, I guess I've been here a little bit of a while, so... But people pick it up, and then most people think I'm South, um, um, Australian for some sort of reason. You sound like a very posh gentleman to me. <laughs> which is not a, an insult in any way whatsoever, so please don't take it. As you sound like a posh man. Okay. Do you, do you, can, you can, how do you say buttocks in, in South African? Um, okay, well, obviously my accent will change a bit, but um, buttocks. You really emphasise the the talk. Yeah, you do. It's very. It's K is very strong, isn't it? Yeah, buttock. And the fact you say oh, we 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 sort of say you. Yeah. Do it again. Buttock. Barry in the Watford. Yeah, but buttocks. But sorry. Hang on. This is this is Barry. Barry. Hello. Yes. How the Americans say buttocks? Yes. Come on. Go on then. Is it is it like bus? Is it like bus? Because there's Americans have moved in next door to our home. Funny enough, a blooming right bunch of yankadoodle diddly dandies, isn't that lot? A blooming bunch of boogie woogie boogle boys from company. Bussocks, bussocks. Buttocks? Anyone for buttocks? Is it? They don't say it much. America, well, Brookback Mountain, they do. <laughs> but they're funny. America's funny to say that because they just moved in. What a bunch. I'd say I'd rather have the Welsh there. Put it that way. Oh, dear. <sighs> Next time I'll phone that was saying to say, you know. Buttocks? No. No, no, buttocks, buttocks. <laughs> I couldn't speak to him. I couldn't speak to him. Brad's on the A40. Hi there. Hi, Brad. Botox. But <laughs> no, can, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, unfortunately, I can. Yes. Who is that, Ian the Lee? Yes, it is, Brad. What part of Devon are you from? I'm from Oklahoma. Right, yes. Oh, God. Which is South Texas, near Devon, sir. <laughs> and how, how do you, how do you, oh, God. How do you say buttocks there? We say Botox. Thanks very much. 
I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't. Now I'm sorry. This is me. This is when I try and introduce something. It, it just enters into farce and embarrassment. We're going to go. I'm asking for an American to say the word buttocks. Just I, I've heard several Americans say it in, in, in Larry Sanders and in uh, a film Waiting for Guffman and various other things. It just makes me laugh. We're going to go to America now, to Manhattan, in New York City, the United States of America. It's Catherine. Hello. Hey, Catherine. How's, how's Manhattan? It's very good today. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I'm just cracking up. What? Don't, wait, no, don't crack up. Is that an American term for, for, for coming off drugs? What? Yeah, I'm just laughing. You're laughing. Here. Like, why the hell are you like, listening to us in Manhattan? Why aren't you listening to... Um, who's that tall fellow that is obnoxious? Um, private which parts, one? man. The, the, which right. one? Uh, the, 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 the per- no, he's not pervert. Hmm? I don't know. No, I, I, you know what? I stumbled Howard Stern. Howard Oh, I don't like him. No, he's an idiot, He's isn't very he? rude. All he talks about is boobs all the time and buttocks. He's very rude. And, you know, they have a television show here on the E! Network where you can watch and record it. Oh, the, the E! Network. I've never heard of such a channel. Entertainment Network. E! I know. E! You, Network. You know the soup. Do you, do you ever watch the soup? Talk soup, yes. Yeah, I do, I do the English version. Do you really? Yeah, I do. But she's going to make sense. Anyway, so Catherine, you now you're a proper American, are you? <laughs> I guess you could say so. Yeah. Well, well, can I say so? Were you born and raised there? Were you born and bred there on Mom's apple pie? Mom's apple pie. Well, yes, I suppose. Do you, you salute the flag? Do I? Not every time I walk past it, but yes. <laughs> you're, you're a proper American. Well, can you say? Can you say the word I'm asking you to say then, please? I will say it, but it's very embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? <laughs> no, I'm laughing. Okay, well, I don't say the word. I think it's rude. I'd say you're behind or your rear end. You I say, you'd say your ass, wouldn't you? Get off your ass! Yeah, that's rude. Get off My your tush! Funny. Get off your tush! Get but off your ass! You would say buttocks as opposed to buttocks. Say, just say it again nice and clearly and slowly for me. Oh, oh, God. Thank God that no one here listens to this radio. Hey, no one over here listens either, so it's fine. It's just me. Literally, it's just me and you now. <laughs> Okay, buttock. Catherine, you're a le- uh, Why are you listening to us? Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're very funny. I listen to your show every single day on the internet. Catherine, you're and, a legend. Um, well, I'm coming to New York soon, so I w- will come and stay at your house, and I'll expect some uh, apple pie and a lovely pair of buttocks. Phil in Enfield. Oh. Clyde's in the Mitchum. Hello, Clyde. Hello, Ian. Hello, Clyde. Oh, you've heard people ring and say, you've heard a South African ring. I am a South African, I put my South African accent, you know. Yeah, it's liquor. You're raw. Lack, lack You're raw, you know. Now, liquor, you know. Now. What? Uh, buttocks. It means <laughs> bolder. What? It means buttocks? No, no, it means bolder, it means the back of your body, and it means achterste, means back. Ach. You must say achterste is the back of your bum. Thanks. Thank you, I think. <laughs> Why did he sound angry? Chris is in the Tottenham. Uh, not in the Tottenham, in the Chesant. Can I say you're in Tottenham? Sorry? Can I say you're in the Tottenham? Yeah, you can say I'm in Tottenham. Chris is in the Tottenham, away. Tottenham. Away. How you doing? Yes. You, you know Chavi Vicky? Yes, I'm aware of her works. <laughs> Visited her... Is that really her? Is that really a picture of her? On the website? Yeah. I, I have her. no reason to think it isn't her, I don't know. She's gorgeous. Mmm, mmm. That's nice. The voice. Are, are you? Have you fallen in love with her? No, 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 no. I just thought she was actually quite nice. I, did, I didn't think she actually looked that good, to be honest. I, well, I have no reason to, to to doubt that, sir. I would imagine. Have you actually seen the picture of? Have you actually seen her? No. Nope. You haven't met her. Nope. Seems quite really... friendly with her. I'm, well, I'm as friendly with her as I am with you, I think, Chris. I hope not. 
Well, that was, what are you implying? There's some kind of sexual frisson between the two of us? I don't know. But anyway, look, the reason why I called up was, you, yes. know, you, know that, you know that bit of music you play? Yes. Oh, would I? Yes. Could you play it for us? Oh, I can't, Chris. <laughs> why not? I've got to play this. Well, as you may have heard, I had a falling out with my producer agent Chris last night over the county of Buckinghamshire versus Surrey. He has not produced the show. Was the show going to continue? Was the show going to be a success? Or was it going to be an absolute failure and he would be at home laughing? Well, Helen behind the glass stepped in and did a pretty darn good job. 11 out of 10, Helen, I'm awarding you. What do you think, dear London? Do you think it was any good? Do you think we reached the dizzying heights that we reached before? Ah, I'm not sure. Anyway, it sounded like this. Old people, they could be put into the fun house and they could play dodgems on theirs. Would you object if I undid my belt and top button on my jeans? Um, no, oh. I can't see you. You're, you're very nice, love. <laughs> but, I'm not. No, you're not. You're a miserable old cow, but I'm going to beat you in an argument. I prove it. Have you ever ridden one, Jude? <laughs> No, but I've, I've actually, um, ridden a camel. She actually blew over in her buggy. She did not. She did. No, mate, she went no! straight down on her side and... Beep, 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 Yeah, beep, you've got a little horn. Well, I, it's not something, do you know what? I've never, ever discussed that with another woman. The 1st of February, my birthday gift! Gift! To my sister. Excellent stuff. I think we don't need the Welsh wonder anymore. Agent Chris, if you're listening... I wouldn't bother coming in tomorrow, mate, either, to be honest. I think Helen's got it completely under control. Best show we've done, best show we've done in 2006. Easy. Uh, in the last half an hour of the show, uh, uh, Helen is contracted to stay behind for this, so she will be here, but we will be taking a call straight to air. We play Triple M. The rules, you know the rules, gang. There's a seven-second delay. Don't swear or be too nasty, because we'll dump you. It won't go on the radio. You'll be blacklisted from calling the station. And today is, I think, what day are we on? It's day, is it Wednesday? Oh my god, it's day three of Chris in the Hemel special. We've got two more MP3s from the sound wizard that is Chris in the Hemel, our boy genius. 0870909973. I've just sent an email titled, You are a stupid old man. <laughs> yeah, I probably am, Jess. Thank you for that. Uh, taking your call straight to air. We'll have the first of the two Chris in the Hemel clips uh, in a few moments. You know the rules. I'm not going to give them out. I'm trusting you today. Right, so I'm not going to give them out. The phone number, 0870 Uh You'll come straight through to the air. Where should... Oh, there's one... Let me get that one... There we go, it's full. Okay, let us go to line number one. Line one, you're on the radio. As the snow flies On a cold and grey Chicago morning A whole little baby child is wanting to get old People, don't you understand? Trial and a helping hand Would you like Huh? Good. What do you reckon? Good? Yeah, it was all right. I can do a better Elvis than that. Hang on, we go. Go on, Um, the people don't oh. understand. <laughs> the child needs a helping hand. He's going to be an angel <laughs> someday. I do look at you and me. Are we too blind to see? I do wish simply turn our heads and work the other way. Well, well, the soul flies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that wasn't bad, was it? It's not bad. Nice one, thank you. There's Elvis Presley there on the telephone. What was, what was the, I didn't do a bad Elvis impression there. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Sorry, let my fault. Let's go to line number two now. You're on the air. Hi, I would just like to spe- send a special thank you to Ken Livingston for all the free bus rides. Rock on. <laughs> 
I would imagine that's some kind of crazy political dig at the bandy buses where you can jump on the back. Or maybe he's a young person who gets free bus rides. I don't know. Uh, line three, you're on the radio. And on its theme started in 1989 and the show's still running. It's called Cops. Oh, this is a good song, this. What you want, what you want, what you want. This is one of the this is one of the fly on the wall thing, isn't it? When they follow people arresting crack addicts, I think. What you gonna do, bad boys, bad boys? Thank you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three for that is the telephone number. Can we have the uh, the Chris clip? Actually, uh, we've been asking you to send in your MP three. Oh, let's go to this one first. Line two, you're on the radio. Hello. 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 Yes. Yes. You're boring me now. You're not boring me now. You're boring me now. You're not boring me now. You're boring me now. You're boring me. I'm afraid you set off the bob alarm. We have to get rid of you. We've been asking you to send in your MP3s. We've had a loads from Chris and Hamill. He's 11 years old. Bear that in mind when you listen to this. This is the work of the new Phil Spector. Have a listen to this. Genius. I've not heard that before. He's a genius. He's a genius. I love him. Apparently the second one is brilliant as well. Uh, 0870-9090-973. More of your calls. Straight to air. There's one line free. Why is there a... There's a a, a thing by that line instead of a number. Is there any reason for that? Is that technical? Oh, really? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, I see. Oh, well, they can get... Tell them, tell them to get off. We're doing triple M. We need all the lines. I don't care about... I don't care about Gary King and the big quiz. I do care about it. Line two. Is that Ian? Yes, it is. Christopher Walken here. How you doing? Hey, Christopher Walken. I love your movies. Thanks very much. I'm phoning from uh, the United States, and I've been listening to your show on the internet. Great. Thanks very much, mate. Really enjoying your work in the UK. Yeah. And uh, I've been following you, your career, and yeah. the sort of things you've been doing thinking maybe of putting you in a movie sometime. Oh, man, I'd love to be in the movie, Chris. I'd love to. I- I'll try and start something else. Oh, what kind of I- film would you like? What kind of film could I be in, Christopher? I'm thinking uh, maybe you'd be good at uh, comedy. I don't know. Oh, I'd love uh, to be in a comedy film with you, man. That would be my dream. That would be my dream. I want to leave this nonsense behind me. This is rubbish. I can drop this at, the- at a moment's notice, Christopher. This means nothing to me. Okay, well, I- you know, I got an inroad with the Farrelly brothers, and oh, uh, perhaps uh, I can put in a word for you. That would be great, Christopher. How, how do I get in touch with you? Well, contact my agent and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have some kind of lunch. Oh, man. And don't give me any, any vendetta kind of mood. No. Just, you know, yes. be who you are and, yeah. and carry on with the work. Oh, man, Christopher Walker, ladies and gentlemen, come on! That, I'm not being rude, but this lot can get... Chris, Big Chris sorts me out with a movie. I'm there, fellas. Uh, where should we go to now? Line three, you're on the radio. Hello? Baby, if I made you mad, something that I might have said. It's Elvis again. Please, let's forget the past. It's young Elvis, though. Future left right ahead. Don't be cruel to a heart that's true. I don't want no other love. Oh, baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Elvis Presley. That was nice, isn't it, a little bit of Elvis? I prefer 70s Elvis, though, like, from about 69 onwards. 
Well, he did, he did some good songs then. Um, what should we go to? Line two, you're on the radio. Hi, Ian, this is Charlie Wolf here. Hey, Charlie Wolf, how's it going? Ian, have you been bad-mouthing me again, boy? Uh, well, I, I've not been bad-mouthing you, but yes, I've been saying that I think you're rubbish and you're pompous and you're a little bit of an idiot. When is this going to start, Ian, boy? Because I've got a new sheriff in town, Mike Mendoza. Have you ever heard of him, boy? Um, Mike Mendoza, yes, I'm aware of his work, yes. Bo- boring. Mike Mendoza, because he sends you to sleep, yes. Ian, how dare you, boy? This is your final warning, Ian. We will be coming down for you, boy. Wolf, bring it on, my friends! Bring it down to Bring it on, my friends! Charlie Wolf phoning up to threaten me on that. Well, shameful. (coughs) Let us go to uh, line number three. You're on the air. I can't hear what that is. I can't hear what that is. Sorry, the sound wasn't good enough, mate. Uh, Line two. You're on the radio. Hey, man, what's this American half hour? Well, we, we're having a load of Americans phoning in saying buttocks. It's Curtis from, uh, Mafia. Oh, hey, Curtis, how's it going, man? I found you at the beginning of the fall. Uh, where, um... Way lo- back in September. Oh, autumn, yes. Yeah. Yes. How's it hanging? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just getting not... ready to head out for the range. Yeah. Getting my act together. Have some Texas toast. What's Texas, Texas breakfast. What's Texas breakfast? You know, fixed last bread, toasted, buttered, and served up with southern fried chicken steak with fries, pickles, English muffins. That's a lot of breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a man's breakfast, you know. Yeah. My mum used to call a cooked breakfast a man's breakfast when I was a young, ch- young child. Man's gotta eat what a man's gotta eat. Well, breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I've got ten seconds before I go to the news, Curtis. Anything I can do for you? Uh, well, it's pronounced buttocks. But- like Betty Butter bought a bit of butter. Buttocks. Thank you very much, Curtis. The definitive proof. <laughs> oh, it is fun, isn't it? Uh, more of your calls and another MP3 from Chris after this. Oh, I'm going to the gym after this. And I don't fancy it now, but I've, I've kind of been determined all day I'm going to do it. My trainer's getting a bit tough with me. If I don't go in the middle of the week on my own, he, goes, he tells me off. Oh, well. Triple M 0870 Let's take three calls. And then we'll play uh, Chris in the Hemel. Line one, you're on the air. That's me. Yeah, not good enough. Not good enough. What's wrong with that? It always goes wrong when when, uh, Heather walks in, doesn't it? It always goes... Because up until then, I promise you, it's been really slick. The second you walk in and uh, do a step-toe face, you you were just doing. It all goes a nightmare. Oh, dear. Line two, you're on the radio. Hello, Ian. Hey, man, how's it going? Um, It's all right. It's Yasser from the Stratford, yeah? Hey, Yasser from the Stratford. Yeah, right. You know you said three correspondents are going? Yep. Who are they? Not saying. Like, when are you going to say them? Going to say next week. All right, then. Uh, that's fine. It ain't going to be me anyway, so... Are you sure it's not going to be you? Yeah, I'm 100% guaranteed to do that. Oh, well, you're a little bit cocky, aren't you? How come you're 100% guaranteed it's not going to be you? Um, I'll, I'll send that uh, from now on, until you do it, I'm going to send correspondence every day, so then you can't sack me. Maybe I can sack you anyway. Maybe you can. I was saying that, you know about your show? Yeah. How you can make it slightly better. What, the, this show? Yeah, I well, think it's good, but you can make it a bit better. How can I make it a bit better? Go um, on. You know, you, the other week you done that, you know, show, Polite Show? Yeah. I think uh, you should stick to that, so that was perfect, that show. Do a Polite Show every day? Yeah, I like that way. The thing is, though, some people loved it. The p- people who normally don't like me liked that show, and the people who normally like me hated that show, and they thought it was a bit boring. It turns to get lost in. Okay, I will do. Well, that's not very polite, though, is it? <laughs> Telling people to get lost. Thanks, yes, sir. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. Oh, hi there. Hello. Oh, sorry. I'm a really big fan of yours. Oh, hey, well, thank you very much. You're on the air speaking to me. Oh, groovy. Um, 
Yeah, you know that advert where the guy, he rings up uh, the car and Oh, I can't, I can't talk about the adverts, man. Oh, right, well, ch- forget that then. Um, okay, uh, sorry, I'm not allowed to, for, you know, reasons. Oh, okay. Anyway, right, well, right, in, right. in that case, we'll leave it there. But yes, I'd love to talk about the adverts, because some I think are brilliant, some I think are awful. There's one at the moment I think is genius, but I'm not allowed to say. Uh, line two, you're on the air. Good evening, Mr. Lowe. Good evening. Um, I just don't know how you're getting away with this busted flush of a show for so long. It's good, isn't it? Well, you know, all I can say is the executives at London Broadcasting must want their head examined. Brian, they don't. They do. Brian, they don't. They do. Brian, Brian, listen, let me say something. The figures come out tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, the figures come out. Let's see if I've improved on Daisy Sampson. Well, I mean, that Should we see then? Should we see then? Because that's well, what that's what. Difficult, would it? But um, well, no, exactly. Well, then exactly. There you go. There you go. Then what's your point? It was a decent drive time show. Put you back on the weekend at night. Dri- for a little Brian, kid. drive time is such an old-fashioned kind of phrase, and that's really patronising for all the adults that enjoy the show, saying it's for the kids. Because you haven't got a sense of humour. You think I should be talking about the bear, the bird flu, congestion charge, and Ian Huntley? Do you? Is that what you think? Is that what you think? Station. I mean, no, it's Brian. Brian, it's not a new station. That's eleven fifty-two. That's no, a, that's no, a new station. This isn't. This is a speech station. Well, let's you're wrong. Why? If you took the three presenters in the morning, they're a million times better than you, Squire. Yeah, but there's a map. It's not a new. Let's go with the point you just made that was wrong. It's not a new station. It's news and speech station. It's not a new station, mate. Eleven fifty-two is the new station. Oh, what do you have on the hour then, Ian? Well, we have news. Every radio station. XFM. Co Ian. Brian, XFM has uh, news on the hour. Virgin has news on the hour. They're not news stations, are they? Are you as. Are you as thick as you're making yourself sound, Brian? Are you really that thick or are you winding me up? Are you, are you, are you as stupid as you're sounding or are you having a laugh? Are you losing it, Ian? You no, to, I'm not, Brian. I'm not, no, I'm not losing it. But are you really as stupid and as pathetic? As you're sounding now, or are you doing well, you a prank on me? You're turning this radio station into a state, man. Brian, I'm not it's at all. It's a Brian, radio station. Brian, it's, it's getting better and better all the time. And what we're trying what to do... You on it, mate. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get rid of all the old idiots like you. We're trying to get rid of you. We don't want you, Brian. You're just talking nonsense. Brian, we don't you want you. you quality programming in the morning, and then you get this nonsense. Brian, we don't want you, but you're still listening, and you're phoning up to it. I'm phoning up to say how disgusted I am this crap. But why? And you're swearing. So you, hang on. It's all right to swear on the radio, is it, Brian? I apologise. That just slips out. Well, it do- that's it. It shouldn't slip out. You're a grown-up. We've got young people listening to this show. You think it's acceptable to use bad you language? You want to listen to some of the way you were speaking to some people earlier. You think it's acceptable to use bad language on the air, do you, Brian? No, I don't. No. Shameful. We don't want you listening to us anymore. Well, I won't be Bye-bye. listening to your show. Bye-bye, Brian. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Still listening. He's still listening. He's gone now. That was fun, wasn't it? Oh, idiot. Okay, listen, let's have the next Chris in the Hemel clip if we can. We've been asking you to send in your MP3s. I've not heard this one. Uh, this is from Chris in the Hemel. Let's have a listen. It's five past six, the clock it ticks, the Ian Allmaker. Time worthwhile. That was me, Chris in the Hemel. No, it wasn't. It was you, Kev. <laughs> hey! I love it. I love it. Uh, live five, you're on the air. Barnum Common is in Surrey, so you snooze, my friend, you lose, my friend. Was that... That was Agent Chris! You cheeky... I can't believe he did that! Farnham Common's in Bucks! Line five, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Is that me? I can't believe Agent Chris has phoned up 
See, he's got, we got more out of him than we've had out of him in the last six months, and he's having a go at me. Where the oh, hell is he? Me. That is me. Hello. No, you, you be quiet, my friend. Okay, Agent Chris, I know you're listening to this. Don't come in tomorrow. Don't come in. Helen, can you do it tomorrow, please? Thank you. Chris, don't come in tomorrow. We don't need you. He was snoozing. He's losing, my friend. Have, have you drank Nicrisade? What? Have you drank Nicrisade? I've had it before, yes. It's nice. Yeah, have you ever drank it when, you've had, when you're ill? Yes, it's good for you. Yeah, have you heated it up, then drank it? Have I heated Nicrisade up and drank it? No. Yeah, when you're ill. Yeah, you should try that. Nice one. Next time I'm ill, man, I'll do it. Yeah, make sure you do. I will do. Thanks very much. I'm furious. I had an idiot having a go at me. I had an idiot of a producer, potentially ex-producer, phoning me up. Line two, you're on the radio. I heard a rumour on the internet, so it must be true, that you are the love child of Rusty Lee and Bruce Lee in an effort to make the best cook country <laughs> master in the world. Is it true? I'm, I'm not allowed to confirm or deny that rumour. It's best if I don't. Um, where should we go to now? Oh, let's go to line number two. Line two, you're on the radio. Products. Thank you very much. Because I, I asked for that, didn't I? Uh, th- uh, line two, you're on the radio. Hey, Ian, how's it going? Yeah, fine, man, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, I heard of that listener one, man. Don't worry about it, you do a great show. Oh, the thing is, he's still listening, and he'll... Oh, no. I've been doing this slot for three and a half months now. He's been listening to all of it. He'll still be listening tomorrow. Doesn't matter. You, you, you get more listeners by the day, man. Bless you, very <laughs> kind of you. Uh, just, well, two quick things. Go on. Because I know, I know you want to wrap it up. Um... <laughs> First tonight, it's emerged the four children from Essex killed in the horrific two-car smash were travelling in a stolen car. The youngsters, all between the ages of four and 16, died after their fiesta collided with a Corsa in Tilbury. Well, let's cross live now to Helena Wilkinson in our news centre, who's been following the story. Yes, Emily, well, uh, tragic events... President Bush has been leading the tributes to Caressa Scott King, the widow of civil rights activist Martin Luther King, who died yesterday at the age of 78. Her body arrived in her home city of Atlanta earlier after being escorted through the streets. But how will her legacy be remembered? Well, let's talk to multi-Grammy Award winner Bruce Hornsby, who joins us now. Bruce, you wrote The Way It Is, a song about racism, and Caressa thanked you for that. How important was Caressa Scott King to the movement? 